and welcome to the Glorious Bards. We are excited to have you here with the episode known as Adventure 18, I believe. Uh, we are coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Bards every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m.-ish Pacific. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, thanks so much for joining us on the adventures. Uh, and uh, feel free to drop by and check out the live show. We love chatting with you folks and hearing what you have to say as we go about our zany escapades. Uh, today, uh, uh, Jeremy is not with us today. He is away uh, and he will be missed. So uh, the part of Cole will be played by no one. Uh, and we will see what happens there. Uh, also of note is our heroes are uh, just about to become level five so they're very excited this should be a big uh, power boost for them uh, that should be pretty nice so we'll see what happens there and let's get some quick introductions from our characters to see who we have we have a wizard in the group a human wizard by the name of Valamir. All right. Hello, Valabear. Uh, we... What if at every five levels he loses more of his name? <laughs> Level 20, he's v. <laughs> Half of V. Uh, all right. And then we have our halfling bard by the name of Aragus Willoughby. If it wasn't for half-baked decisions, nothing would ever get done around here. And uh, we have the paladin of our group, a Goliath by the name of Caven Boulderfall. This this week at the kitchen, there's no half-baked anything. It's all great, fully-baked cinnamon rolls <laughs> this week. Stop on in, bring your silver, help feed the hungry. What has it become like a server at the table? Want to hear about our special? <laughs> uh, and then the... Uh, cleric of the group, our warforged priest, Vessel. I am Vessel, child of Soline, and I watch after all of those present here. And last but not least is the gnome artificer, Fiona. I'm Fiona! I'm the protector of the group. Even when Cole's here, but especially when he's not. Fantastic. So those are our heroes. We're going to pick up where we left off, and to know where we left off, we will get an introduction from Seth. Hello! Wait, hold on, hold on. Son of a bitch. You only get one of those. <laughs> Forgot the camera got changed last week, so. From Seth again. Hello! We start with Caven, Cole, Valamir, and Vessel underneath the city of Elmithra, staring down a hole with one of them holding an end of, ro end of a rope that their buddy Aragus had been tied to. In a bit of a panic, they scramble down. They get chased by giant spiders, they get attacked by giant spiders, and they tame giant spiders? Uh, they do find Aragus, but they lose Vessel. They proceed through these tunnels looking for vessel and for treasure while navigating some traps and some puzzles. Meanwhile, Fiona, working away back at the Welcome Home Tavern, realizes her friends went adventuring without her. Luckily, she has a tracking device on those little nuggets. She goes off to find them. Meanwhile, Vessel wakes up in a spider chamber, bound and, um, and unable to break free. 
Fiona, like the Kool-Aid man, comes barreling in and frees Vessel. Together, they kick some spider ass. The Aragus, Caven, Cole, and Valamir group find themselves in a large chamber full of these giant spiders and a giant queen spider. Vessel and Fiona also find themselves in the same chamber, but on the opposite side. Both groups get to destroying spiders, and they meet victorious in the middle. And they are rewarded with a ton of rich stuff. And that, my friends and foes, is where the adventure begins. Our heroes are returning in the evening, walking through the streets of the city of Almithra. They are battered and tired from their treasure hunt and dealing with the spiders. In particular, your friend Cole, the warrior of the group, uh, says he's not ready for bedtime yet. He is off to go get some drinking done and some fighting uh, in the morning, and he's going to be hitting the uh, taverns for the next couple of days. Leave word with Grace at the welcome hall, and he'll catch up as soon as he can. He's got some pit fighting to do. Um, yes. I know he can't count well, but does he realize he's like three feet tall right now? He, he, does, he, he is unaware of that at the moment. Uh, he walks off, and you guys bid him a good day. You guys are making your way back through the city, and it is crowded. Um, people are enjoying the nightlife. It's a little uh, warm out and hot. You walk down the city streets. You get some strange looks until... Caven, you collapse to the ground as someone has tripped you. You see three thugs laughing and surrounding you as you trip and fall over their foot as you are not that tall right now. You've been afflicted by a power that has reduced your height to quite quite some uh, what did we say? Three feet you just said? Aaron? Two or three-ish. Yeah. Uh, and what caused that? Uh, spill of excess magic residue, if you will. <laughs> Don't need to go into further details of right. children around. All right. <laughs> uh, so we have a couple of our people affected by this. You go collapsing, and one of the punks says, Ah! What do we have here, little boy? You look weird. Hey! <laughs> Pick on someone your own size. I'm Jix the Jix. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what Jix up. No, it's close kind of there. He says, you look like a freak. And he uh, gives you a little kick on the butt and sends you back down to the ground. Is this, is this like a baby Goliath? I don't know, says the other one. Yeah, this is, this is what baby Goliaths look like. And the third one just spits at you, misses, and it lands on the cobblestone near your hand. You're lucky I wasn't bigger. That would have hit me. and I would have been upset. Who else was affected by this? Anyone else? Uh, Caven and Cole. Okay, yeah. just Caven and Cole. Yeah. All right. They're the most common victims of my chaos matching. <laughs> I mean, we, we are. Uh, all right. They look at the rest of the intimidating-looking wizard, and uh, particularly the fireball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. You haven't rested yet. And the uh, and the it's stewing. It's fortunate it's, it's, for them. Yes. And the warforged cleric, and they uh, 
keep their uh, distance and they just back off and let you go, Caven, if you are so inclined. Come along, baby Goliath. <laughs> if you if you're hungry later, <laughs> there is food at the soup kitchen. You look like you could use it. They moment to themselves and snicker and laugh. It's and chewable, they, trust us. And they walk away. Sure to be seen again. Sure. The group retires to the Welcome Hall, a nice, uh, kind of smallish, but nice uh, inn that uh, you have been staying uh, at for some time. The uh, motherly figure of Grace comes out from the uh, kitchen area as she sees you enter, and she quickly puts down a tray with some food and says, What has happened to you, Caven? You look up the adorable. Yeah. Shrunk in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> She's, uh, she... Weird turn of phrase in that. Uh... <laughs> she kneels down next to you, so you're eye to eye, and she's like, uh, I don't understand. Uh, Valamir, can't you do something about this? I could, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Need a bit of a rest first. <laughs> well, uh, I mean... I'll, I'll be okay. I, I, I'll tell you what. I'll go find some of my old little Billy's clothes. Because <laughs> uh, you're going to need some new clothes. Uh, my clothes didn't shrink with me? They did, but you may have more than one pair. Gotcha. Your little Billy? Yeah. Where's little Billy now? Oh, no. She looks down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess he never made it to Big Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go look through, for some, through some of his things and I'll I'll find something for you, Caden. Great, Grace. It's awfully kind of you. That this is just a bit of leftover chaos from a bit of a fight we had earlier downtown. Uh, should wear off in a day or two. Make nothing oh, of it. All right. Well, let me know if you need anything, and because you all look rather beat up and bloodied, seems to be a recurring theme. Well, cleaning up this town isn't as clean as you might think. It's dirty work, you know. Well, be that as it may, um, trying to keep the place orderly and tidily, and I'll get some towels or something. I don't want blood all over my sheets. I'll take a bath. And you guys retire for the evening. Anything special you want to do? Grow. <laughs> uh, Fiona yeah. has some tinkering parts. She wouldn't mind uh, oh, I messing with that. Tinkering. So you found tinkering parts. This is part of our custom game yeah. mechanic. Uh, I am looking at our new tinkering capability. Uh, during downtime, you can roll on a chart to, to create little devices. We have a deck of custom one-time-use devices, and you get to add plus three to the roll for each tinkering part, and mm -hmm. you are adding your tinkering um, skill, your tool skill, which is increased by one because your proficiency is going to be one. So how many, and you must use all your tinkering parts at once. Yeah. How many do you have? I have two. Okay, so plus six on top of whatever else. Yep. Give me the total number. Uh, 18. 18 are two devices. two devices. They are right in front oh. of the pencils. I also there need to ask a question. Yes. Uh, how to determine number of spells my cleric knows or has prepared? That is a good 
gloriously important question. The answer may surprise you. <laughs> the answer is <laughs> number three, Wilson. I believe it's 432, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Spell slots. Four, three, and two. Four, three, and two. Yes. But how many can I know? You know uh, all. Or have, have them prepared. Uh, the castle must be uh, to you prepare. When you do so, choose a number of cleric spells equal to your wisdom modifier plus your cleric level. And no number beyond that? Yeah, correct. So what's your wisdom modifier? Three. Three, so eight spells. Eight spells. Because uh, that can be all level threes and twos or whatever you want. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Don't clerics work differently than that? No, that is the cleric, but they can pull constantly each day from the master list. Gotcha. Plus, okay. I also get always prepared that don't uh, get yeah. so Yeah, because with the eight, you actually have less spells known than you have total spell slots for, which is fine because you would have to double up. But Yeah, I, I know all the spells, but yeah. what I have prepared is different. Yeah. Copy. All right. Fiona, you've done some work. Yeah. Hammering away. Made some stuff. And uh, she hands Valamir this little... uh Ooh, piece of candy. Yellow, yellowish, dirty yellowish uh, crystal. <clears throat> Called a time crystal. Yummy. And then uh, she has this, like, um, needle of purplish liquid that she's going to give to Aragus. Oh. Right, you guys each only have one of those. Okay, so you can only you're at max. Two max. Two is the max. Two is max. Yes, I have two. Oh, I will hopefully be using. Russell has exhausted his supply of trinkets. Yes, but those were weird. Those were weird ones that definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Vessel's peering over the. Is that for me? <laughs> I'll get you one. I'll get you one. Fiona, you are hammering away throughout the night in your room with Vessel, who quietly just sits on his uh, bed. Uh, and also, there is a mechanical competition that's there is. happening in a month. It's now 26 days right. away. So you need to be creating something throughout this month yeah. that... I would imagine uh, it's up to you. You could create something large, but you're only doing it when you're at the end, or you can create something smaller that can fit on the back of vessel. Yeah. Um, so we need to uh, get. S you don't have to reveal the whole thing, or you can. Some idea of what you're doing. I, I have an idea in my head, um, and I need a moment with uh, Valamir to okay. do a little bit of horse trading. Okay. Because mm -hmm. he has a part. That, uh, I sure do. That I need, and I have something uh, that used to be his that is uh, mine from the Finder's Keepers rule that I can return mm. to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a new house rule that uh -huh. Seth has actually begun. I mean, well, we'll, we'll... I do have possession. That is nine-tenths of the law, as they say. So uh, over uh, breakfast, if it is the next day. Not the next day yet. Okay. Um, but well, we'll have a we'll have a conversation about this okay, at some great. point. Yeah, we have some loots to split as we well. Do. Yes, for and sure. And that um, will be dependent upon things that I would like to do as well with 
certain resources. Yeah, can I have a small scene with Fiona real quick? Yeah. Ares comes knocking on your door during the night. Fiona, I'm sorry to bother you. She's busy. Close the door. Oh, I see Big Billy is in town. Big Billy. Do you mind if Vessel's in the room or do you want him to go? He's just in a trance. He's just staring. I was about, I was going to greet Vessel. Vessel? He's facing the corner. Vessel. Whatever. Fiona, sorry to bother you. I know we haven't had a, as many moments as I'd like to get to know one another, but I'm hoping that we can sort of change that together. For sure. I have a bit of an idea, and I think you're the perfect person to help me. You've noticed Valamir helping me and I helping him with our spells every once in a while, during battle and otherwise yeah. performing. I'm wondering if there's something you could provide us on the more mechanical side, uh, a physical device that we don't have to use our magical abilities to conjure that can sort of boost our performance, be it in battle or simply performing out on the town. Does anything like that sound... Well, sure. Well? I know, like, remember when you were in your uh, little loot battle and I created that coin that made the rude sound? Yes. I can make pretty much any noises. I can make those real easy. Okay. So whenever you're out and about and like trying to make some coin or trying to to schmooze a little, mm. I can help you there. Um, but like, there's a lot of things I can do. I don't know so much in battle. I, can, I don't know. I can't really. I don't know how helpful a lot of these things will be. Maybe as a small distraction. Even a small distraction, as we've come to find, can be a big help. Yeah. Anything like that, any sort of device that you could turn to our benefit. I well, like, be look at helpful. this little thing I've been working on. I've got a lot of different... It's hard to focus on one thing. But i got I'm a lot of little handy. things. Already so, you've provided me with a ring and this anal injector. Am I reading yeah, that right? The anal <laughs> injector. <laughs> That's anal teasing. I'm reading that right. I put my glasses on for this. Yeah, just a quick poke in the butt. I mean, if you want to go for right to, good to go. the middle of the cheeks, you can, but it doesn't need to be. Um, but look at this little cube. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll whisper like... And then... Uh, here, hold it up to your ear. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you're super cool, Argus. Oh. And I can do, like, any of us can, like, make a message like that, or, um, you have several instruments you could, like, yes. record. If you want, you could be, like, a one-man a one -man band. Well, this simple device right here is a perfect example of what I had in mind. I think I'll call it a PlayStation. Oh, nice. Beautiful. He's Thank you. I'm going to pre-record this. Believe it or not, George is in <laughs> I'm also thinking each night she whispers into a coin, you're a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> puts it under his pillow every you're night. You're super cool. You're super cool. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, just bring it back to me and I can make and I can make a few of these at a time. So well, just let me know what you want. Yeah, no, this is the perfect thing and anything you can do further i can do another one that like shoots up some sparks and it, it'll have it'll, it'll read something so i could do that i can make one light up it doesn't do a lot of light but if we ever need that well these small distractions well, as i said just like with valamir and myself be a huge help in our efforts and i won't forget that 
Okay. Yeah, let me know what I can do. Good night, vessel. Oh, he's good. Deep. He's deep in dreams right now. I, I, I got a wave. That's enough. Yes. <laughs> he looks like he's sleeping, but he never, ever sleeps. Never sleeps. Body language is eighty percent of communication. You know. Uh, okay. Um, I imagine anything uh, the artificer makes comes back to you. It's it, you can borrow it for a week, but then oh, it sprouts yeah, yeah, yeah. legs and then just finds its for way sure. back. Anything else you guys want to do tonight before you rest? Yes. Rest before the loot? Well. Or loot and then rest. Well, it depends. Are we going to have time after we rest to do more stuff? Sure. Because there's a few things that I would like to do. Sure. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want. Cool. Let's rest. And then. Very well. And split some loots. Rest. And then there are some things to accomplish. Before you do that, <laughs> here uh -oh. it comes. <laughs> I want Valamir and Aragus mm -hmm. to make yeah. insight roll tens for oh. something. Ooh. Something vague. Uh, 13. That's 19. Good. 19? 19. Uh, as you two are chatting and getting your bedroom sleeping slippers on and cat nightcap whatever that it sure. ritual is yeah. um you both have a sense that something is odd in the air was that you <laughs> <laughs> whether it was or wasn't i don't think it's the point i smell it too something is weird but does it smell better to you than it no never mind <laughs> It's not so bad. It's kind of a wince. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Anything else you want to do tonight? Uh, yeah, try to figure out what the fuck that yeah, is. Something is awry. It's not the smell. <laughs> what no matter what Valamir says. It's not awry. It's a sourdough. Uh, so <laughs> something in the air is off. Yes. Uh, is 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 that? Says Aragus and I are speaking a scent, a smell, just just a feeling. A, it seemed like a magical a tingling. And you get a slight scent of something that's not so good, but then, no, it's fine. But it's more of a feeling. You can't shake this feeling. Does it have anything to do with the information we learned last week? Or Aragus kind of came to a resolution of with the Queen's Cabal or anything? I have no comment on that okay. whatsoever. Okay. Um... Okay. Valamir will give kind of everybody a, 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 at the inn. Is that where we're at? You guys Welcome are in the all. inn. You're in yeah. your three different rooms. Oh, so we're in our You're room. You're with him presently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who agreed to that? <laughs> it's the log of the draw. You didn't They go together. They go together. <laughs> That's fair. Um, hmm. um, I feel the need to perhaps step out and see... What might be happening? I understand. I'm not feeling quite right myself, but I'm not sure what it is. Uh, <coughs> I'm going to step out into the uh, tavern and take a take a walkabout. All right, you right. head downstairs. The uh, tavern part of the inn is. Uh, Aragus, are you coming with me? Yes, I believe I shall. Okay. You're down there. Uh, it's just starting to wind down. There are half a dozen people there. It's a pretty quiet place. And uh, Grace calls out, uh, uh, last round, and then we're closing the doors. 
And Valamir scoping the people the, to see if there's anybody out of the ordinary, any like odd, tense feelings. Um, you know, kind of eyeing Grace a little bit, make sure like her body language is cool. She's not tense and What's things like insight? that. Insight is plus one. Okay. You see nothing unusual uh, with Grace. Kind um, of try and stroll back in the kitchen at some point when she's not okay. kind of looking that way and kind of go back rooming a little bit. All right. So you're in the back. Yeah. Ergus is just sitting at the bar looking around. He kind of has made a little corner section with all the in his instruments and the kind of near the stage if you will um and again it just with his plus two insight is just looking around seeing the um people gathered and eating and whatnot okay uh Aragus, you see nothing unusual with the people okay. uh you i maybe recognize a face here there sure. you've seen in here before but nothing uh, peculiar and Valamir, you scope out the kitchen. You look around in the storeroom. Any you books? Check. You books. Look books. You see a thin cookbook. I will open that book. It is already open, and it has a recipe on there for cheese biscuits. Not oh. losing the spot for cheese biscuits, because that would be rude. I will flip through the book. All right. To see if there's anything amiss. Um, there are, there's nothing amiss. It is more and more, uh, recipes in there. Hmm. But they're all cheese biscuits. Can my quill function to write the recipes into my spell book? <laughs> I will continue. I've, it, yeah, if I scope out the back room and the back areas and there's nothing uh, nope, amiss, I, door, I'll go locked. back to Aragus. All right. Oh, perhaps are... I'm just on edge after everything. I miss Spiderfax. Oh, my friend, I wish he didn't go back home to his family, but, well, I suppose it hurts all the more, doesn't it? It would, be of, uh, would have been a lot of questions if he had come along, to be sure. Yes, I don't think... Uh, Grace over there wouldn't fancy a giant spider eating on her guests. Not so much. Um, well, what um, strange feeling. What more uh, should we do? Well, perhaps. Without waking the others, I'm at a bit of a loss. Well, perhaps it is just a thing not to be known this day. To retire. Yes. Well, we do have a lot to talk about on the on the morrow. But like you, I'm feeling a bit overworked. So, indeed. I suppose it can wait. I also like, as par for our group, you don't retire. You prepare to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Let us plan how we shall prepare to retire. Go to bed about fifteen. Hit the snooze. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, you guys heading to bed? You head yeah. to bed. Yeah, I you guess. Rest and relax. You um, missed it, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, I guess you get a good night's sleep, and everyone is um, feeling uh, much more refreshed. Uh, Valamir, though, you do have glorious and sad dreams of riding a champion spider into <laughs> yep. many battles on great fields with knights behind you in exaggerated scenes. Um, and so, Phantom's 
CC Phantom Steed is a third level spell. I'm wondering how well we can flavor that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is the spell called Phantom Steed. Man, I was going to use Major Image as Spider Phantom. Uh, <laughs> it was going to be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that could, we could do something like that, I think. Right. Yeah, why not? Um, all right. I don't think I'm going to take it just yet, but. <laughs> It is uh, another glorious battle that you ride with your long, glorious Fabio hair in your dream flowing behind you on top of, of Shadowfax, slaying the evil hordes. Uh, they are uh, ghastly and disgusting and smelly. And then you uh, sense that the smell is much more palpable and you start to blink and your dream goes away. And you awaken and can see something arrive. Of course. You see from your right towards the window, there is a blur of space of gray and white kind of coming to a focal point. And out from that, a silhouette appears. Not through the window, but through something else just within the window and steps into your room. Is it aware that I am awake? You are not sure because you, for a moment, are not sure you're awake or not <clears throat> because you are unable to move. Son of a bitch. And this figure steps in, and you realize as this figure gets closer and closer, it smells terrible. It is a pale, uh, ghastly beast humanoid with a very long pink tongue, very gaunt and exuding and terrible undead stench. Slightly hunkered down with some nasty little claws, slightly ghoulish in appearance as it comes quietly into your darkened room. You are able to glean that you are not stuck, but are able to move extremely slowly, extremely slowly. Um, okay. The creature comes over to you, moving also slowly, but nowhere near as slowly as you, and comes over and gets very close to you, and you feel a desire to retch from its terrible stench, and it gets close, and then another silhouette appears at the window and another pale ghastly creature steps in slightly hunkered over broad shoulders thin muscles long tongue and it comes over and creeps over and hunkers over Aragus's bed am i able to cast a spell you are you sure can start but it's going to take a long time um okay one action round is probably like three minutes of time so I have this thing in my possession mm -hmm. from Fiona mm-hmm and that you sleep with? Yeah, that's the other question. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> All right. Like, oh. uh, and then... So I will creature... start casting okay. Magic Missile, though. All right. In the meantime, just, you know, as, as 
no wiggle waggles or piggle paggles <laughs> to be seen because I don't necessarily need those. Right. Uh, they're just uh, to add a little little variety. Do so. bonus actions play faster than standard actions no. in this concept? It's the same. same. All right. An action round is... All right. All right. But I am starting the process. Okay. You start that process. You, As you start that process, you sense two more things. One is you sense a third figure. This figure appears to be also coming through this weird focal point, this strange portal. Uh, but this this figure is taller and different silhouette. And you also get a sense that this figure is moving at much normal speed. Bastards. And you are moving and now in a normal speed, but you are different. You are in ethereal form, rising up on your elbows from your bed and can see your body underneath you. And you can see your body is slowly mimicking the those spell words kind of mm -hmm. a thing, but you yourself are there as this third figure comes in. It is a angelic figure uh, with big, glorious, ethereal wings uh, over its over its shoulders, and this figure glides in and uh, gently floats to the floor and then effortless, effortlessly glides over to the edge of your bed by your feet and kind of leans over your ethereal uh, form. This figure is also ethereal and you see it is a shape of a beautiful woman with four horrific gashes in her mouth torn open in this ghostly uh, image as she uh, leans over and looks at you. Also over you is a physical ghastly creature. Also over Aragus is a physically ghastly creature, but they seem to be in the realm of reality, whereas you and this angelic figure are not. Um, hello, love. <laughs> <laughs> the creature says... I do not know who you are. You have been hard to find. And and who are you? She leans over creepily, towering over your bed um, with her torn up face. Personal spaces, no, no problems. She says, I am Syrian, the messenger of pain. Valamir is not here <laughs> to receive such message. <laughs> the name Gracebell cannot be found here. <laughs> um, I'm attempting to, in my ethereal form, kind of back up and away as much as I can <laughs> from Syrian Messenger of All Pain. Right. Um, not really knowing, uh, uh, fearful. Uh, but not really knowing how else to react in the moment um, and kind of waiting for... Because uh, I, if I flee my mortal form, I'm pretty much toast, so I have to stick near it. Uh, but I don't really want to be near Syrian, our, our dear messenger here. She holds out a hand, like a pause motion with a flat palm, and her hand looks very old in this ghostly form. She says, relax. 
There is much for you to fear. All seem to be uh, in polarity with each other. There's relaxation and fear far from one another in emotional states. This will all be over soon. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) She cocks her head and kind of looks up to the rafters of your room. What is it that you seek here where you do not belong? I seek an answer. To what question? question of what is in the air a sound a note there is a calling can you hear it I felt it perhaps earlier Um, perhaps it was your presence I do not know but there was a thing amiss and you are here and both are disturbing to As it should be. As it is. Your plan was to rest and wake up refreshed with beautiful, beautiful life. I would like to fulfill that plan. What is your plan? My plan is to abide by my master's wish. And And he wishes you do not heed the call what call am I not to heed you cannot hear it Ah. if I cannot hear it then I cannot heed it and your job here is done be well cerulean mistress of pain I will bid you adieu she looks a little odd <laughs> and looks around the room. Your logic is undeniable. <laughs> you have confused me, the ghost. <laughs> she says, but the question has not been answered. And that question again is what? When you were to wake up tomorrow, what were your intentions? That is what my master must know. And who is your master to know such things? My master is the ruined wizard. The haunted. You might know his old name. Of Zexa. Zexa. Indeed, I do know your master's name. And of what interest am I to such a thing? As you have been called to, you who has no name. Oh, merely been misplaced, I assure you. So, let us finish this final rest. After you answer my question, what were your intentions tomorrow? My intentions tomorrow are to do what I must. 
That cannot be allowed. It cannot be stopped. Then I will have to kill you and I will take your soul to a far, far dark place. Well, perhaps it can be stopped then. <laughs> that were to occur. She steps back away from the bed. What then bargain has your master sent you to fulfill then? If you are here and we are speaking and yet my mortal coil temporarily remains, there must be purpose in that. Otherwise, you would have no need to interact and speak with me. She turns away and with her angelic wings uh, facing you and glides back towards the window. There is no deal, no bargaining. Fireball? <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking lost. Um... What is it that your master would then have me do? If you are to do what you must, then you will die. And she disappears through the portal at the window. And as she does that, you are snapped back into your body and wake with a loud back gasp. to reality. You wake with a loud gasp and uh, find yourself in the room with a horrible, ghoulish, ghastly creature over you that hisses and comes at you with its claws. And you will be able to roll initiative to see if you're able to go faster. I'll roll it here in the encounter chart for you. More so, though, Aragus. Technically, you don't have that crystal Are these yet. creatures incredibly oh, silent? I do have this or... one, then. Is, does anyone else hear that, any of the that, That's shambling? what I'm just about to get to. Oh, am I visited by an angel? That's perhaps? a good question. So, you have a choice, Valamir. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want to do, roll initiative, and off you go. Um, or you can take five off of your initiative and yell out immediately and try and get your friend's attention, Aragus. Uh, negative. Mm -hmm. uh, negative five. <laughs> or you can choose not to do that, and then he has a chance to have detected this thing over him. I'll take the negative. Okay. <laughs> so what do you oh, yell as this cool. happens? Okay. <laughs> now, uh, Vessel is not sleeping. Ghouls! He's you, you're, hold off on that. Uh, okay. Hold off on uh, that. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. You yell that. Um, Since I'm dead. Rolling, rolling, rolling. And let's see what happens here. If you had a nose, you could smell these. Do I get advantage since I already had magic missile halfway through? Um, <laughs> it's just slowly <laughs> going. 
getting faster. All right. You rolled extremely well in your initiative regardless, uh-huh. and you are first to go, then Aragus, and then wow. these ghasts rolled terribly bad. They are slow to get that final blow, and Aragus, you wake up startled seeing this creature. You look over, see Valamir, and then off to your right eye, you see this horrible creature, uh, and you guys are in combat right now. Keep in mind, you do not have any armor on, Aragus. Are we level five? You are level five. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Yes. Oh. No armor means what? Minus one to... That's going to be a lot less than that. What armor do you have? Leather. So it'll be 10 plus dex. Okay. So is it my turn? 12. Oh, okay. So one less. <laughs> All right. Aragus, what do you want to do? No, uh, sorry. Not Aragus. Valamir. Yeah. Valamir. Sorry. Uh, Valamir. Needs to make a roll. Okay. You are dealing with a horrific stench. Make a constitution 10 saving throw or be poisoned. This horrific stench. Constitution 10. Um. Bottom what? what it, Hold your breath. And I'll give you a bardic inspiration D8. I will need that because I'm at a 7 right now. So. Um, well, when can you cast that? A bardic inspiration? When do you use that? I think that's during your turn. That's oh, not, oh, is it? It's not okay. a reaction. Never mind. Bonus action, sorry. Um, did you I'm, fail? I'm, I, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are poisoned for until the start of your next turn, so your attack rolls and saving throws are disadvantage, and you will have to make this continually while you're within five feet of Man, this creature. That makes that an easy thing to do, magic missile. Okay. Because <laughs> they, they, they disadvantage this. both of those. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, there's a little wiggle, and there's a waggle, and there's a piggle. This there might have even been a paggle. This is the cantrip, and it's improved because you're level five. No, this is a first level spell. Oh, it's a spell spell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but no, no, no. the advantage to this in this instance is that it is automatic to hit. Fantastic. And I, Jesus Christ, have lost dice, and one of them is a he, He's not in this mythos. Drop. Okay. That's, that, does, that dice went ethereal. Are all missiles going to the one uh, right over you? Oh, yeah. How does that look? Do they travel the long way? One, two, three, four, eight, eleven points of damage. Eleven. Uh, you blast three missiles into the creature. Uh, it gasps and its tongue hit and its mouth hisses. And, and then as a bonus action, yes. I'm gonna throw my sheet over it. And try and back away. All right, the Scooby Doo play. Uh-huh. Uh, you are. Sta- and I would have got away with it too. You are standing on your pillow with your back against the wall, as far from the creature as you can get. <laughs> yes. Aragus, it is your turn. You are also dealing with the stench. Constitution ten saving throw against. Constitution ten saving throw. What's the effect I'm trying to avoid? Poison. poison. I have advantage on that. Oh, uh, on saving or resistance to poison. Yeah. But. Oh, it's not. Advantage. Yeah, that's poison sorry. damage. Okay. Sorry. Confusing all these things with one another. Oh, jeez, what was that? Uh, oh, jeez. I'm going to use my uh, DM inspiration. All I right. rolled a three. Hero point. Constitution? Constitution saving okay. throw. Uh, not much better. I got a seven. Okay. You are poisoned. <laughs> what do you okay. want to do? This guy's right on you. I do have resistance against poison damage, which is good. So, uh, Valamir gets up on his bed, and 
Ergus sprouts up and is on top of his bed, gives a little with his loot of echoes, uh, and just says, I am not going to miss my continental breakfast because of you ingrates, and will cast vicious mockery upon the one closest to me, the uh, ghoul. All right. Which is upgraded to... So it's a... um, Charisma saving throw. Ooh, Sorry, wisdom saving throw. Excuse me. Okay, I can do that. Wisdom. <clears throat> uh, it got an 11. Uh, it fails. So it'll take... Take psychic damage. <laughs> it'll take three points of psychic damage. Oh, psychic, not psychic. And has uh, disadvantage on its next attack roll. Okay. Uh, it is going to do said attack. It is reaching out to you with... Quickly, I will use my bonus action to say to Valamir, hold your breath, give you that inspiration. Okay. It leans over and oh. starts to bite at your shoulder okay. with nasty teeth. And keeping your armor class in mind, it yep. is a ooh, total of 24 to hit. Okay, that's double <laughs> my armor class. Uh, hold on, let me double check. Yeah, are we plus sure? three plus two. Why is it plus two? No, it'd be a twenty. It, it's still fine. something. It's I fine. Had to hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, it hits you and does a total of. This looks where it should be slashing. Here we go. A total of nine, ten, eleven, twelve points wow. of. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It is twelve points of piercing damage. Okay. As its sharp bite gouges into your level Ooh. five shoulder. Um, similarly, a, another one over uh, Valamir is swipes at you with claws. And that is a 13 to hit. And because I do not have mage armor up. That is a hit. Oh, you've been hit for 11 oh. points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. And you feel your body start to tense up. Make a constitution 10 saving throw or be paralyzed for a minute. You do have a D8 if you need it. I can do that after I roll, though, right? Just before you call it out. I'll be rolling that. In. I feel really Right oh, man. And thank goodness I did. Total of 12, <laughs> okay. 7 on that Bardic Inspiration. There you go. Wow. Uh, which was pretty much my saving grace. There. Okay. Uh, you take damage and you are able to shrug off this. And this creature is standing on the foot of your bed. You're on bed. My, bed to bed. my clever blanket trap didn't, didn't, no, didn't slow didn't it down. Bad. No. Oh, well. Uh, Am I poison? Do I get it? Ch- oh, it's until the next yeah. end of my next, next round. Also sleeping, sniffing oddly, is Caven. And something is definitely foul. And then you realize Cole isn't here tonight. <laughs> you need to make a... Cole, take a bath. A perception roll. As you are a holy individual... And these are some nasty undead. There is one of these creatures over you. You get advantage with your perception roll to detect this thing as it enters your room. What? I suggest you make this. Ah. All right. Let's see what perception. Okay. I rolled a four 
and a four. Oh, okay. So my total is six. All right. Why didn't you take his suggestion, Tim? You have a hero point. I do have a hero point. Uh, what do you want to do? I'll use it. I rolled a nine <laughs> and a nine. Okay. That's a total with your perception. Total 11. Uh, Jeremy definitely cursed those dice. He did. Mm. 13 was your target number. You awaken for sure with... <laughs> Half dozen pointy, curved, needle-like teeth digging oh, into teeth. your chest. Um, that is advantage. So that is a twenty-four to hit. Yeah. Yeah. And it is gross. D eight. Roll a D eight and add it to nineteen for the total number of damage you take with a critical hit. Why is that critical? If you're unconscious and sleeping, hits are advantage and critical. So a seven. 26 points of damage. He gets you right in the throat. I'm going to use my stone. Reflexively tightening his neck muscles. <laughs> Stone's <laughs> endurance. That's a d12. So it was 26 damage. Minus 8. Wow. So That's a good roll. 18. 18. You are awakened and may have a turn. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, the good news is you're back to normal size. Oh, we'll get you back to normal What's size. What is going on? Um, all right. I'm a boy. <laughs> so I'm rolling, and... Does he grow the moment he's bit? <laughs> um, Chris, can we get back to... There's no oh. camera for us. That's a 10. Yeah. It's a miss. Okay. Um, so you grabbed your weapon and we're swinging wildly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, keep in mind, you have no armor, uh, by the way. Okay. Fiona, as you rest comfortably, there's a strange, awkward smell in the air. I need you to make a... Can't blame Vessel for that either. <laughs> <laughs> I need... Uh, so Fiona, working tirelessly, uh, fell asleep at her workbench, which is on top of Vessel. Okay. I need you to still make a perception yep. roll without advantage. <laughs> <You try> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Trying hard. How about a nat 20? With a nat 20, Dang. you are immediately not as you're immediately awakened upon this smell, uh, and you see coming in through some strange grayish, uh, almost like a plus shaped portal by the window, two silhouetted ghastly creatures come in. They creep across. You are pretending to be asleep you can see them coming closer and closer and you can feel the slight imperceptible movements of vessel awake who never ever sleeps yeah. as these creatures slowly hover over you and then after a few moments they get a signal to attack but you guys may go first Whoa. big guy we got a problem i see them all undid she was talking to big billy oh oh god <laughs> Newt. Wake up. We're in trouble. Oh, We're in man. trouble. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, go ahead. I'm going to let Vessel, Vessel go first. Uh, Vessel 
stands upright with the with Fiona upon his back, uh, and says, "This room's claimed by by Celine," and slams his hammer to the ground. I wouldn't say Fiona, which wouldn't have been accurate, but not as dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, he casts his uh, divinity in this room. Okay. Um. Uh, so it is just a pouring out of a golden light that just flashes across the floor. Uh, and I don't know if it pours into other rooms, um, no, but it covers line of, line of sight. Okay. And what is this divinity again? Uh, it's the innate ability. Uh, and it, so I think you have two different, or is it just one? It's a good question. It, well, it can be used as healing. I'm using it as turn undead. Turn undead. Okay. And if it's... Yeah. And you'll have to check. All right. Turning undead. They're making a saving throw. Is that right? I believe so. Yes. Uh, look it up real fast. They have turning defiance. Advantage on all saving throws to turn undead. Wow. Fantastic. Uh, so I need to know. I'm assuming they're making a wisdom save, right? Uh, you would probably be right. I'm okay. looking really quick here. Let's try turn divinity check turn. Where's the turn? Turn turn turn. Boom divinity. That's the healing one. Destroy is in that one. It it's not channel here. divinity turn on bed. Um. Yeah, that's an action. The destroys in here, but not the turn. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, it is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. Uh, so, uh, what is the DC that it needs to meet? 14. 14. Um, yes? If I may, uh, you said see or hear. Mm -hmm. Can I'm assuming these rooms are not soundproofed. Uh, I'm going to say not in this particular case. Okay. Uh, the first one, with advantage, got a 13. You said you needed a 14? 14. It failed. The second one, with advantage, rolled a 2 and a 4 and also failed. Woo! Uh, so a big turning holy light goes out. Are either of them half challenge rating? No. Okay. Uh, they must spend its turn running away as fast as it can and cannot willingly move to a space within 30 feet. It also can't take reactions. Uh, so they are going to start to scatter. One goes left and smashes through the door into the hallway of the second floor in. The other goes right and mm -hmm. plunges into the portal and disappears. Okay. Uh, Fiona. So Fiona and team. Tim and sorry Tim, we do have a battle map up for all this, right? Okay. Uh, was, wor was working on a lot of things. She's always in the middle of several projects. One of her newest ones, uh, in in uh, slowly transforming into her hero vessel. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, she oh. has fashioned herself a miniature-sized cannon of the one that is on him. And that is now uh, going to be um, where all of her spells are going to be coming from. All right. It's a feat called Arcane Firearm where I can fashion my uh, um, spell. Um, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, the emulator. Focus. The focus into a firearm my that gives us some extra damage. My movement would have been to chase after the one that's in the building okay. still. Maybe Chris can make that happen. 
Uh, so, uh, she's gonna fire, uh, she's gonna shoot a, uh, a firebolt from that cannon. Uh, and it'll be an 11 to hit. Alright, you blast and you almost hit a vessel and it smashes into the door instead. Um, anything you want to do with your move? Otherwise, we are back at the start of the well, round. There's also a cannon on top of Vessel oh, that gets an right. action, so we'll try. Hopefully, that'll do a little bit better. Uh, yeah, that'll be a 21 to hit. Okay, that's a strike. 14 points of damage. Oh, my God. Ooh, what type of damage? It's force damage. Oh, that's the best kind. It does not have any issue with that. All right, you blast the creature, uh, and you are, are you giving chase as well? Yep. All right. Uh, you guys are out in the hall. We are at the start of the round in a room maybe 20, 30 feet away is Valamir on top of your bed. Uh, Valamir is like, this bed is kind of small, but there should be enough room for all of me. And um, <laughs> he casts Mirror Image. Okay. <laughs> They're all sleeping. <laughs> uh, cast Mirror Image, and then I will see where I am because I don't want to be right where I am right now. You cannot ping a token you cannot see. Okay, oh, do we have a battle map? I didn't even see we it. Do. We do. Oh. I wouldn't have asked all those silly questions. I though. am going to... That helps you. That helps me. Okay, sorry. Do... I got three of them. So. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to scream for my friends. Ghouls! <laughs> there are ghouls! Vessel! Oh, Kaven. Kaven. <laughs> Undead. To arms. To arms. What else would you like to do? Oh, you cast your spell. You yeah. did that. Okay, then Leave that gives you the, all those protections. Got it. Great. Yeah, Fiona. so there's now four of me. You can go again. Wait. Okay. Uh, the little cannon will go off uh, once more. This is a lot better with a 23 to hit. Okay. 22 points of fire damage. Wow, you blast the ghast into oblivion. It shrieks, goes flying across the hall, and tumbles down the stairs. And you hear, what is going on? We better go check on a friend's vessel. I agree. As Grace turns into... <laughs> uh, and we'll head off down the hall to the closest... Uh, well, I heard. I probably would have heard Valamir and okay. go to kick in his door. Okay. You're heading to that one. We need a knock spell. One. Oh, you got it there, Tom. <laughs> oh, sorry, this yeah. room is for Soli. <laughs> I'll let you do it. Vessel, you're at the door, and you can uh, kick it in and open it up and go in. Uh, we'll do so. Okay. Uh, inside, you see your friend, Aragus, and multiple Valamirs being attacked by two of these ghasts. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> uh, I will rush over and attack the one that is challenging Aragus. Okay. You're going to have to run past the one attacking me to get there. That will actually be fine. I'll take his reactive hit. Um, do I happen to know if the undead react violently, so to speak, to uh, healing energies? Uh, you do not. No. Okay. Not these guys. Also, keep in mind, if you're racing in and charging in and then you're doing a ranged attack off of him, it's going to be disadvantaged. I didn't on that turn. No, I'm just saying. Yes. Keep that in mind, because you're rushing right up yep. to that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are you doing? I'm rushing up to the 
Creature attacking Argus. Okay, that will be an attack of opportunity against you. Uh, by the one on uh, Valamir's bed. It lashes out with a 22 to hit, and you, oh. though, are armored. I am armored. Because your armor never leaves That'll you. still hit. Okay, still hit. That is 12 points of slashing damage, and then you feel your metal concept of your body powering down slightly as you must avoid being paralyzed. Constitution save 10. I have resistance on the save for poison. This is not poison. This is constitution 10 or be paralyzed. Poison causes that, yes? Nope. This is paralyzed. Oh, I thought he was doing checks with poison. Entirely different thing. Okay. We'll take the shot. Constitution 10 save or be paralyzed. Oh. I'll reroll. That was a one. Ooh. I'll reroll this die. Uh, f uh, with my other 17. 17. You get to continue with your turn and enjoy the combat. <laughs> You're all, now uh, next to Aragus on his bed. Uh, we'll lash out at him. At Aragus. Um, I am casting a level three spell. Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, the Spirit Guardians. This will be... Uh, runes that come to life and flutter about and kind of fill the room. Uh, and as it reaches an enemy, it singes that glyph onto them and flies away and then repeatedly does it over and over and over. Okay. Uh, and they fly around you at a distance of 15 feet for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes. with concentration. Yes. Uh, and you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. So I'm assuming you can see Valamir, Aragus, and Fiona, and you want them to be unaffected. Yes. You cannot see Caven. Cannot see the Caven. All right. Uh, they are whipping around. Uh, is that it? Uh, and that would be it. Yes. Sad when the creature ends there. Okay, then it is Aragus's turn. Oh, uh, Aragus, you are starting happens. next to this nasty stench. You need to make a uh, poison save. Okay. That's a constitution? Constitution. 10. Uh, that's a 19. Okay, you're you're now immune to this entire effect. Okay. Um, I will to the one in front of Vessel and myself. Um, I'll just go for actually. I'll if watch. I may, yeah, yeah. please. Uh, it says uh, if that creature. Enters the area the first time on a turn. If it enters the area or starts its turn there, then it has to deal with your spell. It is not the creature's turn right now. It is Aragus's turn. But a turn? No. So it has to move in or when its turn comes, which will happen in just okay. a moment, All right. it's going to have to do sure. it when it starts. Yeah. Thank you. I'm um, just going to say to the one in front of me again, um, tell me, did that woman run away from you, or did you run away from her? I'll cast Vicious Mockery on it. Vicious Mockery. This That's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. It gets a 19! The loot. The final two strings in the center of the loot begin to glow. Yeah. The magical loot that's absorbing of the echoes. failed spells not getting through. Yes. Um, I forgot about that. And as a... Bonus action. Nothing happens. Okay. 
Kaven, you are all by your lonesome. Yep. Um, Kaven moves up around the bed and over next to this undead. Okay. Which happens to be 10 feet in a straight line once he gets up to the foot of the bed. Chris, can you make that happen? Uh, <laughs> Charging at him. Charging and charges him. this stinky you, boy. You break him through the end wall and so forth. Um, there. So that's a 21 to hit. It ducks, and you smash its head where you duck. Where it ducks, and you hit him. So, 20, and I, when I make contact, like, you see the, the head of the of the uh, Warhammer glow uh, with Divine Smite, and it's 23 points damage. Ooh. Yeah. Huge hit. Bright radiant energy lights up the creature. Paladin of Selene is awake. <laughs> I feel him. Uh, it See is badly injured for sure. And this was your charger action, right? Charger, yeah. Uh, when you use your action to dash, you can make ice. Totally sweet. Great. Uh, next up is the ghast right next to you, Vessel, and it must make a wisdom saving throw. Be prepared to do all the damage and all the effects on that cool spell if I pass or fail. Mm -hmm. The saving throw coming through is a three. Good lord. Jeez. He will take full damage of what I roll for this bad boy. Uh, I have just enough there. This is against Vessel? This is Vessel's spell of these okay. swirling guardians around him. Yes. Uh, he's going to take 17 radiant damage. 17 radiant. Uh, he shrieks, holds up his hands in uh, pain as the bright lights and the, the spirits whipping around hit him. Uh, and you just yell at uh, Aragus, Look away, Marion! And uh, the creature is near death, but is still going to attack. Uh, and that is attacking. That's going to attack you. Freaking out and hissing, it is going to claw at you. That one has disadvantage on its next attack. Shoot, because it got a good roll. It's. Oh, I think it's still got. It rolled a 20 and then a 19. Uh, so it and hits. 19 will still I think the 19 is a hit, but we'll take the second one. Only five points of slashing and. Make a 10 constitution saving throw or be paralyzed. I have one. I will do 10 con saving throw. Is a 14, 15. Okay, you're fine. There is a ghast next to Haven, and it is going to bite your head off. Rolling a 16 to hit you. Yeah, with the five, if I don't have armor on, All right. that hits. Nine points of piercing damage, Okay, and that's it with the bite. Okay. Much better than the bloody one waking you up. There is another ghast that is behind you, Vessel, on Valamir's bed attacking Valamir. It is also caught up within the 15-foot radius. It has passed the saving throw, so it takes half damage. It will take. Uh, I'd say it will take eight points of radiant damage. All right, it takes that, and it is going to claw at you, uh, Eric. Uh, well, uh, Valmir, sorry. That was actually twenty-seven points of damage. Sorry. What? What? What is? Caven's hit earlier was actually twenty-seven points of damage. What's the difference? 
It was 23 before. So I, I, I forgot my plus four, four for the Four more. For the right, I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, continuing with Valamir's attack with some claws. It does not give up. Mercilessly attacks you, but this time... Your weird throwing of another sheet on it befuddles it, and it swings and misses and falls off and drops prone on the ground next to you with a All natural one. All four of my Valamir's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is one of them is under a sheet. Zero <laughs> <laughs> form of vicious mockery. <laughs> exactly. Four more damage to that one next to you, and Valamir, it is your turn. You have a prone dude right next to you. Uh, Valamir is going to cast a uh, fire bolt simply upon this dude. Okay. Heating up uh, the hands. He gets plus, and I'm going to I have my staff at hand, I would hope. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, you can have it at hand. I'm going to use one of its charges and get plus one to my attack roll, and since I am now level five, that will turn my plus seven into a plus eight to hit. Um, the creature, you have advantage because you're within five feet of it. I won't use the thing about robber then. Okay. Um, the staff. I'll okay. just take my advantage that's going to be a 26 to hit that is a huge and does hit. nine points of damage all right and what was that fire fire bolt uh great uh it is hit still alive fiona you're outside of uh and it's Haven's prone door. so i could move away from it without incurring an attack of sure. opportunity and i will gladly do that um moving probably behind fiona Fiona's going to move into the door opening. <laughs> and uh, that uh, prone ghoul is going to throw another fire. I had already taken it. its reaction to, by the way. If that... Oh, excellent. With the 10 to hit. All right. It goes wide and lights up the printed flowery sheets that Valamir requested ah! from earlier. <laughs> Not to the sheets! <laughs> and... That's why I left. Vessels, the cannon on vessel will take a, will attack that same one, and I understand it will be at disadvantage. The one next to him, not the one on the floor. No, the one on the floor. Oh, that's ten feet away. It will not be. Uh, but it's. Okay. Oh, prone makes a disadvantage. Or advantage. But he's no. in melee range of another. I don't know. I'm just no, calling prone, If you're within five, it's advantage. If you're beyond five, it's disadvantage because they're lower. That kind of concept. <laughs> Who made this game? Roll the three. And Energy energy blasting in point-blank range 20. within this confined <laughs> space <stop>. everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's stormtrooper action. The holy cannon. And Vessel, it is your turn. Uh, Vessel... Uh, does Vessel recognize these creatures as undead? Yes. Uh, not having any experience, we'll try to do a touch attack. Okay. To see if he can brand them with healing magic to see if that has any effect. Okay. This will be a cure wounds? Yes. All right. Before what level you, you do casting? that, read the spell. It has no effect on undead. Does it have no effect on undead? Mine doesn't. I should I don't know, know about yours. Probably, probably not the case. Then I will uh, instead a light upon it with a mallet. Okay, that is Pathfinder. I think does that. Flips yeah. it, uh, okay, okay, it. okay. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure. Okay, smashing with a glorious holy mallet. Uh, let's see. Plus my. And Ergus, you're next. Ergus on deck. Where is my attack? What'd you roll? 
I rolled a 16. I'm trying to find my weapon stat. There well, it is. That's that's definitely a hit. Okay, that definitely a hit? Yep. Uh, then that is definitely a D. It has eight hit points remaining. I eight plus this. I oh, have... crush it. Ah, its crushed. head, cr neck cracks in a weird angle, and it drops uh, and fades away. Uh, Aragus. They get worse by the death of them, don't they? You and your friends smell like an orcish sauna. Now get out of my room. And I'll cast uh, Vicious Mockery on Shoot. it again. Another, oh, okay. this is the prone <laughs> guy. We're talking <laughs> this is the prone guy 10 feet away on Valamir's bed. He's the only one in the room. Okay. Okay, so this is a will save. Wisdom. Wisdom save. Yes. Saving throw. Here we go. Uh, it misses with a four. I'm rolling terrible on their saves. You can keep doing that. <laughs> 2d4 of psychic damage. Uh, four psychic damage and disadvantage on its next attack. Roll. All right. It's barely uh, unliving. Caven. Caven takes a one more swing. That is 23. 23 is a hit. Also, when you declare an attack action, you get two attacks. I do? Mm -hmm. You're level five. You're level five. It's part of your level up, man. That's not just the fighter, but the paladin. No, it's it's, it's the Goliath thing. No, it's it's, no, it's, it's, nope. both. it's both. The fighter. Oh, it's fighter and paladin. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. It's massive. Yeah, dude. It's not just cool. Uh, double checking your class features. Extra attack. Beginning at fifth level, you can attack twice when you declare an attack action. Oh, I see that yeah. now. Yeah, it's on my sheet. <laughs> so, so charge you don't because right. it's a move. You, but you were sleepy. Yeah. Get a couple weeks off. Yeah. So first roll was a hit. First roll was a hit, and that's uh, nine points of damage. Kills it instantly. Cool. You have not successfully done a double attack yet. I haven't. <laughs> um, the creature, I must hit someone. <laughs> the creature you uh, smash with your, uh, your war hammer? Yep. All right. You crumple in its head, and it then drops with a weird sagging gasp, and then it fades away, its essence disappearing into the portal near the window, and that portal fading away and disappearing itself. Go back to the putrescence from where you came. There is now, one creature left. Yeah, you have a move. Yeah, I still have a move. Second attack, Do baby. both of those attacks have to be back to back? I don't think so with D&D. &D. Mm, you can attack, move, and attack. Yeah. You can stagger That's your movement, cool. so yeah, you're good. So, is it 30 feet to the one in the other room? We'll say yes. <laughs> I mean, if it... 35 ah, feet. Ah, give it 35. to him. Nope. <laughs> um, Take Fiona out. I rush into the hall and ask Valamir what's going on. What's going on? Oh, the undead off. are attacking us as per usual. <laughs> as you it's you're <laughs> frantically fighting, but it's one of your your images yeah. goes off to have a conversation. <laughs> We're being attacked yet again by undead and being sought by powers beyond our our understanding. And what else would you have of us? They came into his dream this time. <laughs> Valamir's not available at this time. <laughs> You'd like to be. I needed one of those little stone things you guys were talking yeah. about oh, earlier. Yeah. As you say that, you can see in the 10 feet away, the doorway of the other room is Fiona, and she's frustratedly blasting and blasting. And 10 feet beyond her, a ghast stands up off the bed and leaps off the bed right at Fiona. 
uh, with after its, suffering damage with its claw. Oh, it's got to make it save, doesn't it? This stupid swirling happy ghosts. It also has disadvantage on that attack. Uh, all right, let's deal with the save first. It passed with a 16. It will take eight points of radiant damage. And dies right before it gets to you. That's right. You're mine. You hold up your hand defensively, and just this little ghastly mist slightly touches you and then disappears, flies across the room, disappears into the portal, and the portal goes, disappears, and all is quiet except for a, what is happening? As Grace comes storming down the hall with a rolling pin in her hand. Uh, Fiona's going to quickly start mending anything that got broken into the okay. fight. <laughs> like, so, will also or... discontinue the these searing uh, uh, runes that are flitting about the room. All right, she comes storming down the hallway, looks into the open door, and sees nothing unusual except overturned bedding and people standing on beds and looking very quiet. We were and then she double takes and then tries to figure out, oh, Valamir was here, because she saw Valamir in that room. <laughs> Wait, all of us. <laughs> we, were, we were having a pillow fight. <laughs> a pillow fight? Vessel yeah. picks up. Admittedly, it's got. <laughs> 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 no vessel. I have to soap in it. No. <laughs> Admittedly, it's got a bit out of hand. Yes. It is 5:30 in the morning. I Even I'm not up already. yet. Already. Damn it! We... I only got seven hours. This is how we start our day. <laughs> you need to keep it down, and I expect these rooms to be maintained, or there will be extra fees. Sorry. Our apologies, ma'am. And she grumbles and heads off. Back downstairs. Is breakfast still at six? <laughs> she says nothing. Uh, you guys uh, see that the chaos is gone. Oof. Just, just the ghoul, the gas are completely gone, yes. like they were never there. Correct. And no remnant of the portal or. Correct. What was this? Well, friends. I, I, I usually blame Cole, but he's not even here. <laughs> I believe, uh, although I would not say any blame were, should be assigned in this case, but I do believe that um, those creatures were indeed here to stop me in some effect of what I intend to do. Um, there was another creature amongst these others who had some compelling questions to ask me, including what I intended to do, which, as I stated, was as I must. The creature sent from the ruined haunted one, the haunted wizard of Zexa. The what? Uh, the haunted, the... I heard you, but what is that? It is the creature that is in governance of that area. It is the the foul wizard of Zexa. I oh. thought Zexa was contained. Well, it is not, my friend. At least not anymore. And I have a very good thought as to why. And it, in fact, has put a few pieces of this puzzle together for me. This whole ley line business, my friends, I believe is an effort of this wizard, if you would to call him such, though it profanes the title, if you will. It is his desire to strike out into Varan 
and I believe this is how he is doing so and I believe that we have somehow caught his attention through our efforts to stop the ley lines from going into decoherence. Your wizard consorts with the undead. Again, a profanity of the very title of wizard, though there are many wizards who do dabble in such necrotic things. But this creature... Well, so does Vessel, but yes, I mean... You know. But this creature is far beyond what, what we would call a wizard now. He is a... I would be surprised if he is anything less than, at this point, a lich. The ley lines and your wizard are He's connected, should we not? I would prefer you not refer to him as my wizard, oh. as he is not in my category of wizard at all. This creature, then? This beast, almost. Creature or beast, this foul thing, indeed. Then what, what what must be done to thwart him? <laughs> Is that the lich we saw before? I cannot speak for certain, but uh, uh, perhaps an agent of his even. I believe he is very, uh, clearly is very powerful. He has sent creatures against us. He has ruled over that area of Varen for hundreds of years, perhaps. He is immortal, if not himself, undead. Which I believe he has dabbled in enough necrotic powers to make him such so that he can live on in his lust for power and his greed to take Varen. So he stops you from repairing the ley lines? It seems that I have somehow gained his attention and that is the only thing that makes sense. Long have the those named Spell sought knowledge and information on the ley lines. I thought we weren't supposed to say that. Well, I did not say I myself am a Spell. Hold, 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 hold. <laughs> it's their word. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh. it is with what is happening and the in fact, even perhaps, and it's something that I wish to explore further, but Aragus, you did mention to us earlier, the Queen's Cabal does not ring a bell to you, now does it? No, it, it's been bothering me since, well, since we talked to that, that fellow, what, Reginald was his name. Indeed. We haven't had much time to discuss it, but the giant spiders, the... Bandits, the oh, thieves, spider all. facts. Sweet, sweet spider uh, facts. Um, yes, but something isn't sitting quite right. I, we all come from places far and near. I myself, I wasn't born in a facility or an infirmary or anything. I was born in the back of a wagon, on the trail, as it were, with my family traveling across Varenne, around Calavier, around the capital city, in a group of entertainers and bards and minstrels. Because of this, I know much of the ins and outs of the capital city and the surrounding area. 
and unfortunately, I don't recall any such name as the Queen's Cabal. The new Queen, Rhiannamor, is young and full of life, I would say, but she isn't the most regal person, and, well, I, I, something isn't sitting right after the discussions we've had with your father, may he rest well, but with this further disturbance, this mention of Zexa, well, unfortunately, the plot thickens, <coughs> and more research must be done. Uh, indeed, I do agree. I believe that we must find if the Queen's Cabal is indeed in service of the Queen. Because if it is not, that means there are other agents about who are perhaps not so noble in nature. It is almost perhaps a blessing that that aligning rod got lost in the chaos there at the... Uh, Yes, I suppose At the unfortunate so. event, uh, though I do hope whoever did find out <laughs> and end up in possession of it, that they do not attempt to use it in any way, as it is now sus suspect of being of value. Well, what would happen if you used it? Ah, uh, well, uh, that is a good question, Fiona, and <laughs> I, one I cannot quite answer without Should further. we find out? Uh, it's only Zip. we had access to the aligning rod. What I, if we did have did access to it? Yeah. Well, then I could perhaps study it as I should have been this whole time and um, perhaps learn some of the arcane properties of this device, which would uh, enlighten us on uh, exactly what is going yeah. on with these Well, you discarded will, it so willy-nilly. I, I didn't think you wanted it. No, let him finish casting guilt. <laughs> <laughs> At level three, you know this. <laughs> I'm using the, sta the, the charge on the staff for that as well. <laughs> this conversation goes on. If it exceeds 10 minutes, I will have successfully casted my ritual of prayer. <laughs> ritual of what? Prayer. Okay. And just prayer let me know if I, can, if I can ends. cast it. And then... Yeah, you discarded it. I and did I not discard it so much as didn't it was think you wanted it. cast out of my hand while I was trying oh. to save my father. Fiona. Well, I did pick it up. I thought it might be useful at some point. I thought maybe what? I could do some tinkering on it and make it, like, super cool. Why would you not inform me of this? Well, we haven't, like, had two seconds to talk about anything. We had at least two. Well, and, last <laughs> week, and last week we were off. It's now an alignment gun. You were, you were, but you were kind of crazy there for a minute, so I you can't will, blame me for not exactly wanting to Put this into your hands. Touche, Fiona. I was definitely in the uh, unapproachable category for some time, and I do apologize that I was filled with such melancholy over the murderous death of my father. Uh, I mean, it was... <laughs> okay. I'll let it go. Don't let Seth out. Don't but, let I Seth do, out. <laughs> but I do have it here for you. It oh. pulls it out of her bag of folding. Oh, that is... Fantastic. I will be able to do some research upon this to further our knowledge of exactly what we are dealing with here. But in the meantime, it seems like we now have some directions and some things to discuss, perhaps. More than well, one thing, of course. We have many things to discuss. Indeed. 721, that to be exact. Well. The first one is, where is the cabat? 
There's no cabal without a kabat. <laughs> or and we will or, take our break there. Work glove. There's we'll be uh, right back and uh, <laughs> see what happens next. Episode. We are back from our break uh, as the group is rested before the battle began. They are now still recovering. A prayer, I believe, of healing is going off. Yes. Uh, what level is this being cast? Uh, level two. A level two prayer of healing. A radiant energy bursts out, and how much healing is delivered? 2d8 plus seven. Plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Should be plus whatever your wisdom modifier is. I'm also a disciple of life, oh. which adds two plus the spell level, which would be four. Nice. So how many total? I haven't rolled it out, but a plus seven on top of whatever roll. Okay. What is the total? Uh, the total will be 15. Healing 15. To everyone. And if we're all huddled around Bell uh, Vessel getting this, we'll also get uh, 10 points of uh, bonus healing Holy points. Holy. Or bonus. Temp temporary. Uh, temporary hit points. Okay. You guys are Sweet. gathered uh, in that morning around the breakfast table where a wary grace brings out some eggs and biscuits and you guys have some talking some splaining to do some talking to do to each other and if nothing else uh, you have a little, some loot to figure out you guys can actually gain 18 hit points instead of the 15 from so an extra three right. vessel because i have three. a song of rest this was not a rest action the sorry spell. 15 it's not 18 spell. Spell appreciate it well, when we rest. All right. Loot. What do you guys want to do? You got a bunch of loot last adventure. Yes. Well, everyone, after that, I think we deserve a bit of a reward. And Aragus does not have a bag of holding, so he just dumps out a sword that ripped his back in half and whatever gold is left over. So no. you guys have a ring of swimming, a minor ring of obscuring, dust of dryness, a minor guardian emblem, a propeller helm, a pearl of magic... Uh, and three potions of greater healing, sword of the new gods, and 721 gold pieces. What's going where? Figure it out. I'll and... take the 721 gold. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's pretty good. I didn't know that was one. I think Caven. Caven. Palomir, what's our gold count? 721, as far as I can Each. tell. Three, 300 <laughs> and That's my gold count. <laughs> it came out to 152 or 151 or something like that, didn't it? 150 each? It's like 120 each divided by 6. Uh, 721 divided by 6. Everybody's got a calculator. What's a calculator? Do you have an abacus? Yeah. <laughs> Caven right, would like the guardian divided by 6 emblem. is 120 with... Uh, 16 remainder, so 120 each. Okay, everyone get 120 gold. Yeah. Someone make a note of what Kaven is giving. Cole, can you, uh, I'm sorry, Cole, what Cole's going to get, Kaven, can you write that Oh, down? I'm sorry, I meant to divide that by five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, we have... Who else wants this other stuff? I would like the Ring of Swimming. Oh, yeah? In case I get to the bottom, I want to weigh back up. That's a good idea. The ring goes to you, vessel. Ring of swimming, and you are asking some questions. Uh, while wearing this, you simply have a swim speed of 40 feet. 
my wow. God, that is what you want to see, a Warforged cleric. Michael Phelpsing through the water. Can you tell us what the Ring of Obscuring does? It's obscure. Uh, fog cloud. Was yeah, I not, was not specific <laughs> enough about that? <laughs> you're able to cast fog cloud, I think, one time a day. Yeah, this is a minor one. It has one charge. Uh, you can cast the spell fog cloud as an action. Fog cloud. Uh, it lasts one hour, 120 foot range, 20 foot radius sphere. So pretty big, and it becomes heavily obscured. So you're able to. I don't know, if you have a bunch of uh, range guys attacking from the left, you want to deal with the melee to the right, obscure between you and the range, and now they're going to be harder to get you. But it does work both ways, because you're going to be obscuring you attacking them. The Guardian Emblem? Yeah, oh, um, sorry, I do stand corrected. With this ring, it is centered on you, mm -hmm. and it only lasts one minute. But there is no concentration required whatsoever. And okay. it centers on you, but then you can move out of it, and it stays where it was. You can move out of it. The cloud stays where it is. Okay. You're essentially, it's like a 1960s Batman Riddler type. Smoke grenade. It's a smoke Your bomb. Green gas, yeah. yeah. Ninja Vanish. Ooh, all right, who's getting that one? Uh, I, I mean. You or Fiona, maybe. Yeah. No, you take it. I mean, because I, I, I could use some sure. obscuring magic. At yeah, time. for sure. Okay, uh, and that is an attunement item. Yep. I will begin my attunement. Ring of Swimming is not. Oh, that's interesting. We have a guardian mm. emblem. You How said you want ring? that? Yeah, what is the guardian emblem again? Uh, looking. It's it's whatever it's whatever it needs to be for me because you're not getting it. Uh, okay, this was the guardian emblem. I know, but as often as I remind you of your abilities, I think I should know. <laughs> uh, guardian emblem, you attach it to a suit of armor or a shield, and it has just one charge. When you or a creature you can see within 30 feet suffers a critical hit, uh, you can burn your reaction and the charge for the day to turn the critical hit to a normal hit. Ah, nice. I like that for you. That's pretty strong. I like that for me, too. I'll give that to Caven. Uh, what are the pearls of magic? Pearls of magic. Um, there are two of them, and you can consume them, and uh, each one of the two pearls helps you regain a level two spell slot. Like Falamir and Aragus. Sure. That would make sense if we each get one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the sword is going to Cole, isn't it not? Yeah. Yep. The sword of the new gods? Yeah. Oh, is there a radiant blade or is or is that the radiant blade? That's the, the radiant blade. Gods? Okay. Uh Dust of Dryness, remind me of the what is that? Yeah, Dust of Dryness. This contains seven pinches of dust. You can use an action to sprinkle it over water. It turns a cube of water 15 feet on each side, 15 by 15 by 15, into a marble-sized pellet in one action. Uh, and just either floats if it's on top of water or rests on the ground if, you, if it's dry, and it weighs nothing. You can also then later use an action to smash the pellet against a hard surface, causing it to shatter and instantly release the water. Um, and there you go. It can also be used against an elemental 
uh, of water to do a great deal of damage to them. Which one was that? Uh, the, the dust of the dryness. Dust of dryness. Yeah, so oh, we have okay. seven of them. We could each take a pinch, <laughs> or we could keep it consolidated. Just it feel like just a pinch of dust <laughs> in, the, in the bottom of your bag may not be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it in a smaller little Third baggie. <laughs> no, I'm sure I swear that's a dust of dust and dryness, man. Come doing, on. doing a rail of dryness. <laughs> you're composed give me, give mostly bump, of water. <laughs> I think that would be a horrible idea. Yeah, desiccate yourself. Can I get a tenth of dryness? Uh, I maybe Fiona. Yeah, I mean that okay. makes sense to me. As it seems like a clever Fiona thing. You also got two tinker parts. Were those the ones that we yep. just used? We used yeah, those. those are done. And a fan blade. Fan blade. Propeller helm. Propeller helm. Also goes to vessel. <laughs> Uh, you can swim and levitate at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't walk on water. I skip. I can't really get it's off It's like the water. lizards that run right across. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need your arms up while you do that. <laughs> the propeller helm requires attunement by a small humanoid. Small humanoid? Yep. So that's a limited number. <laughs> no. Aragus will take the Aragus or Fiona. Nope. I'm good. You're good? Yeah, Aragus. All right. Will take it. it allows the wearer to use an action to cast the Levitate spell, requiring no components. Um, the propeller then spins and whirs loudly until the spell ends. Each time the spell ends, there's a 50 50 chance the helm loses its magic and becomes non magical. If we flick the propeller on top does it uh, initiate a spell <laughs> it's but on the inside if you look it it's a uh, official tumble pot seals right. <laughs> manufactured by the tumble pot family there are also three potions of greater healing they heal 4d4 plus four that's huge was uh, that 4 16 20 that's 10 that's 14 health on average maybe the healers and one for the bag i think not me, not you, you guys. Yeah. yeah, I think the people who don't have innate yeah. healing yeah. should. Okay, carry so the you potions. three then. You, I have healing. Oh, you have healing. Oh. I do. Not. I feel like. Well, yeah, two, Valamir, two, or there's Cole. three of them. Yeah, four. Yeah. Maybe Cole, Caven, and Valamir. Oh, yeah, definitely Cole, Caven, our our two uh, main marshals. I mean, I have areas. Cole, Valamir, one to the bag, for any use. Okay. So, greater healing. Yeah. For Cole. Or 44 plus 4? 4d4 four plus 4. 44. 4t4. And then the one in the bag, we just have in emergencies. Yeah. Or until someone applies a dust dry to dust it. Dust <laughs> to it. Just pop that pellet in your mouth. It's Turn a it gusher. A bag <laughs> of holy water. Gusher. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about projectile vomiting. <laughs> Wow, sweet. Are you sure this is a suppository? <laughs> uh, I don't think oh, it's shit. supposed to do that. Oh. Literally. Greater healing. Okay. All right. You've divvied up some stuff. And um, anything else you want to chat about this morning? Yes. What happened last night? Things you want to do? <laughs> What's up? Valamir. Fiona. <laughs> What's that glow coming from your bag? Oh, that's the that aligning one. pretty rod. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, the uh, Chaloran power cylinder here? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I've even had time to tell you guys, uh, but I got a message from my dad yesterday in the form of this crazy clockwork 
bird just flew down, almost hit me in the face. But um, he's inviting me back home, back to um, uh, the Ganderlock. Well, we'll miss you. Goodbye. Because <laughs> in 26 days, there's a there's a contest, there's a competition that my family puts on every once in a while. 25 days. It's 20. It was 27. It's 26. Oh, okay. Now. Sorry. <laughs> Maker of the clock. <laughs> could I? Could I have that? It, it would come in handy for my idea. What is your idea? Well, it's not. I'll tell you in like twenty days. It's a device called Nunya. Yeah. <laughs> but this has great power. I've heard of these. I didn't even know any existed anymore. Indeed, it's in fact quite valuable, my friend. Is it? My dear. Shall we go get an estimated uh, value upon this? We could. It's worth approximately one attunement rod. <laughs> what this thing that I also have here, Clunk? Yeah. <laughs> That I guilted my way back into. <laughs> okay. No worries. You keep it then. I don't know what the hell you're going to do with it. I would only. What the H you're going to do with it. I would only intend to uh, probably sell it, to be honest, Fiona. We I had. Will... We just look at all this gold we just got. I Yes, indeed. I am more than willing to give this to you for a small fee of. Of what? How much do you want? One hundred and twenty. I believe it would be quite a valuable steal at a at a fifteen gold. I would you just ask that small quantity. Fine. This, this is this is a bologna sandwich. But here's your fifteen gold. Breakfast robbery. You cheap. You cheap bastard. I have some. She won't say Things hell, but she'll say bastard. Then I must. I, oh, are... he, he is a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that I must do, and they're unfortunately going to be a little bit costly. Okay. So I am Here's your 15 more, gold. More than glad. And I believe, what is the uh, value of the winnings of the competition, my friend? That will be split amongst us all. All right. If that is the truth of it, then I will wait for that 15 gold. No, it's yours right here. Well, I do not want any hard feelings. Over no, it. there's no hard late. feelings. Just, just an you, Just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Fiona. Yeah. You said this is a competition. Yeah. Do you think this is pertinent to all the things we have going on? Family is, of course, important. Yeah, no offense, Vladimir. But, whatnot. but <laughs> I, 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 forgive me. What am I... Oh, are you asking if, like, I should even <clears throat> compete in this? Well, you just said yourself, we just want a decent amount of money, and you didn't have to compete in anything to do that, and... The only reason I'm thinking about doing this is because we do have to go to Ganderlock at some point, correct? I suppose that is true. What is it at Ganderlock that is... We've got to go to the fire chambers. There's one of your ley lines that's indeed, all screwed indeed. up, right? Indeed, that is the truth. One of those ley lines? You're, you're... <laughs> I was genuinely inquiring, my yeah. friend. I, I uh, was. It's been a long week, let's say. Yeah, it sure has. <laughs> 
Well, if you think it's that important, then of course we will support you, but... Do you believe you can gain me unfettered access to this ley line anchor at the location? Probably. That might be worth it. I do have a couple connections in that city. That would be very valuable. Perhaps even 15 gold pieces worth of value. Keep your your bloody gold. (laughs) What else? So... Um, I do have a few tasks to attend to. Um, what are they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I intend to seek out the Luminae, those at the Luminae Academy. There were some scrolls that, uh, they were offering for sale before that I perhaps may be able to afford now. And also, I have some questions on matters pertaining to what transpired um, between those within the city while we were away. That caused a change in my father's sentence. Mm. Um, Because I am still suspicious of certain members of the Lord (coughs) Mayor's entourage. I see. And that is a further thing I wish to research. And there is a matter of a uh, defensive item that I am martial defensive item, uh, such as a shield that I will need to have commissioned. Vessel looks confused. A shield? Indeed. A shield. For you? Indeed. For me. This is kind of weird. It is. Don't you have like a spell called shield? I do. And do you know how to use it? I do, he but does. I also am able to use a more mundane shield as well. Oh. I have a hand. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> there is a thing that I would like to accomplish in the creation of this. It will not be any just regular old shield, as it were. So those are the two tasks that I have before me. Well, if you go question them, I shall begin my search in the library itself. Um, So Valamir is going to go to the Luminae Academy Library and dig up every scroll, every book, (laughs) ancient or new, Q through C on Queen's Cabal, the Queen herself, histories, uh, wizard societies, factions... Just every random yeah. associated. And really book you asking find. mostly the 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 headmaster and whatnot about that as well. All right, so you two are heading to the Luminae Academy. Yep. All right. Uh, I think Caven will go as well. Yeah, I know you were suspicious as well. May I assist you in your research? Well, of course. I can't reach the high books, and you can now. So I'm going to need your help. <laughs> again, again, yet again. <laughs> Uh, Vessel would like to go along as well. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> Your presence will not be. I need necessary. the one who's learning to read, not the one who can for thousands of years. <laughs> Vessel would like to go. <laughs> of course, of course. Vessel goes, Fiona goes. Okay, the entire yeah. group heads out. We're all and, going. And to one the minor library. note: weapons um, drawn into the library. <laughs> yeah. As we prepare and go, Valamir excuses himself for a few minutes and comes back wearing something you have never seen him wear before, and it appears to be... A merkin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Snuggy. Yeah. 
It is a the it is robes of a professor of Illuminae Academy. Oh, very cool. Is that, an, is that an official title? Uh, it's more honorary in nature, but uh, thank you. You should return these robes. To- <laughs> 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 There's a Stolen dead professor. They, I assure you, they do belong to me. They were given to me by the headmaster himself. Congratulations. Thank you. Although, again, more honorary in nature rather than your more um, administrative tasks of being a guardian. I have no robes. (laughs) But you do have an emblem of some sort, a, a... a guardian emblem, if I am not mistaken, <laughs> that we just found. <laughs> it's like my sh- it's like my plastic sheriff's badge. <laughs> it's a red whistle that uh, just hangs on his is. neck. <laughs> we found this in the cereal box. So. <laughs> it's a plus one. <laughs> All right, the group heads across town to the Luminae Academy, the gorgeous uh, stone uh, academy structures with a beautiful uh, garden and courtyard around it there are some students that are trying to cast some spells and merge and some advanced students trying to merge into trees uh, so you see there's a, a teacher and three more advanced students and then one is just going no 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 and they're stuck in the tree it's all in the hips <laughs> all in the hips and uh, the uh, professor is uh, struggling to get the student out and um, this whole, not quite working. And is there a nearby hatchet? <laughs> <laughs> there is. There's some gardening equipment nearby. Okay. Debarking will fix that. <laughs> oh God! As they walk by, Ergus just casts hold person, so he can't get out. <laughs> All right, you guys. Not dispel magic. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> uh, you guys it's leave level that, three spell. Leave that behind, and you uh, enter yep. the. Academy itself. Not sure how we could have been any help there. <laughs> <laughs> That's his default yes. sentence to everything. Uh, you enter the academy. You uh, hear a classroom as you enter the main foyer. It's gorgeous marble, huge vaulted ceilings. There are portraits of professors uh, everywhere. And uh, you hear some students are reciting some incantation lesson, um, not actually casting anything, but learning some of the basic things. And it reminds you of some of your early tutelage days of Alamir. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys head off to where? In the academy. I'm going to attempt to gain audience with the headmaster. All right. <clears throat> and maybe the associate headmaster. There are two whatever. different areas. Which one do you want to go to? The headmaster. Okay. And I will, f- with my in full regalia, find a like a low-level page or something and be like, uh, young man, can you go fetch the associate headmaster and have them meet us in the headmaster's quarters and let them know Valamir had sent you. Thank you. Continues on oh his way. God, now I'm regretting giving you the honorary <laughs> professor title. <laughs> he covered up the honorary yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> White out. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm assistant to the regional. <laughs> uh, all right. Headmaster. Unless I'm moving the whole group. Unless... Um, yeah, do, do we want to split up or just go? Uh, yeah, we'll just riding, go. Riding yeah. on top of Vessel. Just... Uh, but you're going to do whatever it is you're going to do. My intent was going to the library. Yeah, okay. maybe. So, 
vessel will attempt to find the library. Okay. Vessel yeah, I'll just say to with Kaven, maybe meet us in the library and go with Valamir. Unless you want to go to the library. There's much to study. I I was thinking of going to the library. Okay, you two get a head start, and I'll go get I'll go with Valamir. All right, Aragus and Valamir together again. You two are at the headmaster's uh, big, huge, thick door that has some nice magical enchantments. You knock upon it, and you hear his distant voice within his office say, uh, Oh, enter, Valamir. <laughs> and I, um, so, were you expecting me, good sir? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> but it is good to see you. And you see he is far away sitting behind a big desk. Uh, there's a strange cockatrice bird within a cage nearby. And he, cockatrice. Uh, and he uh, leans back in his big chair uh, with his uh, big gray beard and oversized robe. And he says, oh, you've brought your associate. Indeed. Uh, as you remember, Aragus here. Good morning, Headmaster. And as he says that, Aragus will message a uh, a few words into Air, into Valamir's head, and just saying, "Be careful not to be too pushy, my friend." How are you, Professor? Good your, to see you again. Your conscience speaks to you. <laughs> Give me the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you take? <laughs> Uh, he says, yes, good morning. Uh, it's uh, it's a glorious morning, um, but it is uh, always piques my interest when you uh, come through my door. Indeed. There were a couple matters that I was hoping to discuss with you, a couple matters perhaps, uh, a couple matters of the past in combination with something that occurred last eve as well as some you're potential. getting you're getting this politician <laughs> closed hand <laughs> i did not have sexual relations with that woman that's what it looks like. eh, well you know <laughs> um, had a good time. as well as um, perhaps some advice on a path into the future he says uh please have a seat thank you um, the first thing that I would like to inquire about is, is actually probably the most simple of these things. We have been approached by uh, a member of an organization that calls themselves the Queen's Cabal, um, supposedly involving uh, some aligning of these ley lines. And uh, my good companion, Aragus, here, who grew up in the area of Calavier and Kennebran, has never heard of these folk. And I was wondering if it is an organization that you are perhaps familiar with. I am indeed familiar with the Queen's Cabal. What can you tell me of them? I can say that I am not surprised, uh, perhaps, that uh, Mr. Aragus here has not heard of them, as they are a relatively new organization um, that uh, has uh, definitely caught the Queen's ear. Uh, it's... There have been a lot of aids and councils provided to the kings and queens of Calavier over the centuries, uh, and I would say that the knights of the Order of the Vigilant have uh, always had a, uh, a prominent place of council within the royalty, uh, but uh, our new queen, Iora, 
um, seems to favor other uh, other counsel. Friends, associates, allies uh, that are not uh, the traditional sort, and that would include uh, the likes of us. Not that we had much uh, say in political affairs, but every so often we would be asked about uh, magical nature or to research perhaps something that uh, the capital city, Canebrin, had a concern about. Um, and we were honestly quite pleased to have that happen uh, recently uh, with the Lord Mayor reaching out about your uh, father and the ley line situation, as uh, awkward as that was. That um, was refreshing to be sought after, but that, again, did not seem to come from the queen uh, necessarily herself. <clears throat> so what I have heard is this cabal is a group of wizards that have some skill and some clout, but I would say I have first heard about them no more than six months ago. And have you... With what you have, who those you have spoken to, and what you know, are you certain that the queen is indeed overseeing this cabal and of true interest to her, or is it perhaps something them a a title they have given themselves to lend clout to what they do, with perhaps the good queen being distracted and not knowing of these things? I'm. That's an interesting and possible. Uh, possible situation there. Uh, and I do not know. I do not partake in those political circles much. I am just a little wary, a little cautious uh, for uh, of any of uh, those magical uh, who have uh, such uh, such influence. But what I have heard has been straightforward from them uh perhaps a bit cautious from them and perhaps i would finally say a bit uh, flourishing of their <coughs> own brand oh. they are arrogant to them uh, what an unbecoming trait for a person <laughs> he says, leaning back. <laughs> Is there tea for me to sip? As his thumb slowly builds to the top of his hand. <laughs> uh, I cannot abide such arrogance, truly. Aragus. Thank you. <laughs> uh, headmaster, forgive me if I misheard you. You mentioned that the, the idea to hasten the execution of Valamir II mostly came from this cabal, not the queen herself? No. What I spoke of was that the Lord Mayor here in uh, Almithra needed yes. advice as to what might this ley line situation be like and brought oh. in myself. And I consulted with several of our other professors here. And you were there when I gave my counsel to the Lord Mayor. And are there any members of the Queen's Cabal that you are aware of that are currently in the city of Elmithra? No. They seem quite isolated within the capital, Canebrin. Indeed. Then um, I do have a few other questions of a different matter. If there's no more that you have of this for now, Aragus? No, this satisfies my inquiry. And you have 
mention the unfortunate incident uh, regarding my father's execution, as it were. Um, How do you like living? <laughs> <laughs> I learned a new spell. <laughs> it's called... A dead man says what? <laughs> Fireball? Um, uh, it seemed that at some point his sentencing while we were away researching the first attack changed. He was to originally have been cast into the um, bottom of that tower. And when, uh, by the time we returned, he was being prepared to be executed. So at some point in our time away, the sentencing changed and the timing changed. And I am curious if you happen to be uh, knowledgeable and who might have um, been instrumental in those... Hmm. changes occurring i again am not involved in the innermost political circles but it was a decision made by the lord mayor all i know was in the few days leading up to it the uh there were several hasty letters uh sent our way um verifying again the uh possible threat uh, or what magic may uh, pose uh, by your uh, father. Our response was uh, always that we felt he was quite contained uh, within the tower um, and we would be able to contain him if, as he was moved around the tower. But apparently the decision was made that uh, he was a threat to the city. Indeed. And again, I, I do want to reiterate that I appreciate uh, your efforts where my father is concerned. And I do believe you did what you could for him and for myself. And, and I do appreciate um, your efforts there. Um, and I do not hold you in any way uh, accountable or, or in any way feel that um, you did anything that, uh, you know, I believe you did what you could for him, and I appreciate that. Now and grovel. I, <laughs> and you I will, will die last. I will say this with some <clears throat> awkwardness intended. Um, you mean you didn't save my father <laughs> when you could have? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> I will say that I have, with some reputation to uphold, uh, perhaps even a bit lost, uh, have vouched for you and do not hold you accountable for your father's actions either. And I do appreciate your trust and faith in me. I would caution you, there are others that do not. It appears through my limited communication, the Lord Mayor does value you and being here in the city, but several of her aides do not, so I would be cautious in your interactions. Indeed. And to that point, if I may again inquire about this somewhat awkward time, um, when you were corresponding with the Lord Mayor's agents, who was it that you were directly communicating with, or who, if you do not mind, divulging was signing the uh, letters coming back and forth all letters were officially from the lord mayor so indeed very well then i have perhaps but a little bit of information to convey to you then i believe 
that it is possible that the creature that holds sway in Zexa is somehow involved in what is now occurring. You believe the old wizard Zexa in his realm is affecting the situation with your father? Well, I do not believe my father is any longer affecting any situations now. <laughs> Those burdens have passed to me. However, I do believe the haunted wizard from that realm is having an impact on these ley lines and may in fact be the source of that. That would be... That's quite the claim. Indeed it is. And for now, it is only a thought to consider. Uh, something I am now looking into. Make a persuasion roll with advantage as he tries to weigh the pros and cons of the gray spell name. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh! <laughs> what cons? <laughs> They're all coming up. Gray spell. <laughs> so then I, I have no doubt that what you speak of is believed by you. I would like to hear more of this as I, this is un both unfathomable yet also terrifying if true in and i do not believe in any way uh you would uh mislead me so i take this quite seriously and i do not and grace at the uh baird manor baird mare or whatever the damn place we've been staying at lately is called welcome hall <laughs> the welcome lost, hall you've lost your accent <laughs> <laughs> It's really when I'm contemplating names that uh, comes across <laughs> a little differently. Um, Grace at the Welcome Hall can verify there was a commotion uh, last night, and I will verify that a celestial. Well, do I know what creature it was? In you fact, that visited me. Can I roll an arcana or religion? You may not. There was a creature last night, accompanied by undead, traveling through magical means. That approached me last night, claiming to be an agent of said Zexa. And wished for me to be dead. But as I am yet here again today, they have failed. And why you? I believe it is because of my knowledge and tampering indeed with the ley lines thus far, my attempts to repair them, and the knowledge carried with the gray spell name mm. in regards to the ley lines themselves. My father's work I have persisted with as well. And now I must take up his mantle and slay many wizards. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you rolled that natural 20. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. <laughs> wizards in Vexa, I mean, uh, more southerly wizards. Then I will uh, send word immediately to the wizards in Corindel. For now, if you do not mind, good headmaster, if we can keep this amongst ourselves until I am able to discern more. He ominously says the cliched, who else have you told about? <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, this, uh, I am 
It is a very bold claim, and, bef and as my name does not bear the same weight in other buildings as it does here, good headmaster, <coughs> I do not believe it would be received in the light you would hope to know where the source of this information came from, and it indeed may further hamper uh, my ability and the trust of others for what I am embarking upon to try to discover. And I am hoping that it is just, for whatever reason, some strange occurrence that has nothing to do with these things. I certainly so. hope so. This is quite a terrible start to my morning, then. I have a request of you <clears throat> that the next time you come through my door, perhaps just bring some coffee and a pastry and socialize, as every time you arrive, there is some calamity that is afflicting the, the city, the nation, or the academy itself. You are becoming a bear of bad news. Indeed, and unfortunately... A harbinger of death. <laughs> I fear that there may be little good news coming forthwith as we continue to investigate these happenings of arcane nature around our realm. They are not happenstance. They are coordinated, and there is an intent behind them, and I believe I have begun to unravel the threads of that intent, and I will tend to follow them to wherever their source is. Then I will Destroy await word from you. Thank you, Headmaster. I believe we are done here, Aragus, unless you... Have more. I checked out about 20 he minutes wakes ago. He up. <laughs> 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 He's just been strumming in the corner. <laughs> Look at my looted clothes in the dark. <laughs> um, yes, of course. You've been an incredibly helpful, Headmaster. We, we simply can't thank you enough, and I do apologize for the, the downtrodden news we give you so often, but we are trying our best to make things right. I do not expect to be in the city for some time, but just know I am out attempting to prevent a calamity of arcane nature that could be the end of all of us. Then the two of you should leave knowing that this uh, challenging series of situations and this unknown development and the inability to share it with others that the Academy is grateful for your efforts and your sacrifices, as is the city of Almithra and as is Calavier. The people may not know it, but they are grateful. Indeed. And uh, on my way out, uh, last time I was passing through the gift shop, I think I saw some scrolls of a particularly arcane nature that mm -hmm. were for sale there. And I was hoping to be able to perhaps purchase those now. Can I get the faculty discount? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I will uh, have the associate professor uh, connect with you. Thank you. 
Uh, at the library, we have Caven and Vessel and Fiona. The library is uh, beneath uh, in the basement area. There is a librarian's desk, a bunch of bookshelves, and then other floors and things of the library. It's, it's an extensive place. Uh, you are here. The librarian, librarian is a <coughs> large-headed but small uh, human with thick glasses. And he says, well, what can I do for you? You're not a student. I think I've seen you before, pointing yeah. to Fiona. We, how can you not remember us? Are you in the advanced clairvoyance class? I think that's where I've seen you. You attacked him. You don't remember that? It's a different guy. Oh. Different guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Clairvoyance class, for sure. Well, then how can I help you? I assume you want your clairvoyance textbook. I see and hear all evil. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he gets a small little pamphlet out and slides it over. Thank you. And I assume you also want to uh, get the frog transmutation booklet? Nope. Oh, all right. I'm good. Help my two pals here, though. He looks at the two gigantic <laughs> figures of the Goliath and the Warforged. I don't know whom you might be. We are Caven and Vessel. Well, isn't that good for you? Indeed. <laughs> we need books. Uh-huh. Well, the Guardian of Selene. We have need to learn of different creatures that may be treading upon these grounds. You are the guardian of Soline? I have heard of you. A Witness great... his emblem upon his chest. <laughs> Swing. And bow. <laughs> Sir, have... this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and practice. <laughs> I have heard as a follower of Soline, I am quite honored to have you here uh, with the great announcement of the Warforged Guardian of Soline. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> We we are honored to have you here. Then and, and you will assist us. I I can assist you. Yes. <laughs> Everyone else, take a ticket. <laughs> there are creatures that are Come undead. Come into this private study room, and we can discuss your personal your 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 religious affairs. He takes you into this little study, scoots some books out of the way. Came and follow us. Uh, he closes the door. <laughs> Only the guardian of Solene, sir. He does. <laughs> He closed the door on Caven. Oh. I Caven opens the door. Okay. Oh god. He says, I, "Excuse me. I am his This is a private meeting between me and the guardian of Soleen. I am his attendant. <laughs> it would be important for him to be here. Make a deception roll 10. All right. Can do that. No, you can't. Fake guardian? <laughs> I think you have negative 3 or Let something. Let me make a deception roll to tell you that I can make a deception roll. <laughs> That is a 10. <laughs> <laughs> he written no! Yeah. Very well. He closes the Family door. night at the library. <laughs> uh, what is it that you need? Uh, uh, my um, books are at your disposal. There are creatures of undead nature. Do you have books on this? Yes. There are creatures from... Would Vessel be aware of 
the that region as far as a generalization what region uh zexa being a (coughs) i'm Uh, assuming the region is named after the wizard uh you make a history roll history I mean, well, it's basic stuff in the Varen campaign yeah, book, man. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> it's like, do you know I, South America? Knowledge. I, ask, I gotta ask. South uh, America? 12. Well, the 12, you, you know that there is a region, a large region of uh, Varen to the south that is called Zexa, named after the uh, a dire evil wizard named Zexa. Um, that is what you know. It is a very isolated community. Uh, over many, many decades, they've withdrawn their ports, their people. Um, you have heard rumors of dangerous things there, but you've also heard rumors of trade between people that still live there and the kingdom of Thave. But that's the extent of what you know. Okay. These creatures that are undead, they have... They they had long tongues, uh, so uh, and and claws of the Simmons of Jean. Yes, Simmons of Jean. We seek undead of that nature that may come from Zexa. Uh, I don't have a book that specific, but I do have books about undead. I can provide you. Ah, uh, you would have to read them here, though. Not allowed to leave the library. I will have someone gather them. Anything else? As much information on the undead as you can. And nothing else. He looks at Kaven and goes right by. Nothing nothing from you? Just in attendance? I'll I'll, I'll help you read the books. Okay. He returns with uh, a dozen thick tomes, heavily bound, clasped, haven't been read in a while, of uh, different uh, studies of undead, some of a religious nature, some of an academic nature. Some of them illustrated. Uh, There's a (laughs) pop-up one. Uh, Scratch and sniff. That's what I smell. Yes. (laughs) Smells like pickles. Um... Yeah, and you guys start to dive into these books. What are you looking for in particular? Uh, brought up a good thing. Uh, illustration, if there was such a thing, or a basic depiction of said creature, as well as a description of said creature and where and what anyone might know about it and it's where it's about. Okay. Where it came from, how it came to be, that kind of thing. All right. Um, anything else, Kaven? Um. No, this this is just like the Ghostbusters dictionary. Of, All right. Yeah. Fiona, you're outside this room. What are you doing? Once the uh, librarian leaves, she'll go in. Um, not going to help them study at all, but she takes out that Chaloran power cylinder and wants to study that and uh, figure out the extent of its power. Okay. To her knowledge. All right. Uh, then uh, I need you guys to make some rolls. Let's do history for the two religious freaks. Not religion? No, it's going to be... Yeah, you can do... Do the average of those bonuses. Round up. Well, one is in diametric opposition. FYI. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Mine are both a plus two. All right. So. 
Easy uh, math. History versus religion. 18. Ooh, that's great. Is it two rolls? No. The difference oh. between the two. Just an average? The, the different. Okay. All right. Then I will re-roll that one. All right. That's an eight. Okay. Uh, thankfully, you have your assistant on hand. And then we have Fiona. Uh, can you make an intelligence roll? Uh, and I'm lowering the DC a bit. Go for it. Um, I rolled a six. Doing a dance. I'm going to use the hero point. Doing the hero point dance. Yeah. Way better. Uh, 22. Okay. Wow. Um, Haven, you are researching, helping uh, a vessel research. You have found uh, information about the creatures that attacked you earlier this morning. Ooh, um, something. They were called, they are called ghasts. I'm going to give you some gaming related details about them first. Um, they are creature rating two, for example, and then they have that uh, nasty... Um, stench and paralyzing uh, capability uh, with their claws. They are known to be uh, agents of larger figures, um, particularly against religious organizations due to their uh, turning defiance. Um, so they can be the, uh, some sort of frontline style troops uh, for that kind of concept. They are not old creatures. So you might have old skeletons or whites or ghosts and those natures that can be around for a very long time. Gas are not usually that case as they can decay um, over oh, time okay. uh, quickly. So uh, they are loincloth wearing muscular pale skinned creatures uh, that are created by others. Your would you got an 18? Mm-hmm. Make an arcana roll as well. Well, we got the right people down there in the library. Hey, you wanted to screw around with the professor there. Arcana <clears throat> will be a six. Okay. Um, you don't get that bit of information. You do also... And you get other pictures of other undead, uh, skeletal beings from here and here. There's a big, uh, more modern book that's only uh, a, a couple decades old that talks about the uh, great battle of the undead um, mm. uh, to the north, uh, which was our big uh, season three finale. So mm. details about all the great dead, the swarming masses coming out of Rescalon and Dakarath. Uh, the great battle in Palacia up north in the Bay of Five Sins. Um, so, and I, I, if, if as Caven's reading it, it's interesting, but you're skipping through, like Tim reading would be like, ah, I didn't quite get that one right. Um, <laughs> ah, that's not quite how that scene turned out, but they do their best. Uh, you do, as you're going through and spending all this time reading and reading and reading, and I'm sure meeting up with your other friends at some point, you do hear uh, a brief mention about a terrible uh, mistress of darkness Darkness, uh, who has uh, been bound to a dark figure 
somewhere within Varen, and she is given the name of the Messenger of Pain. Uh, and there is a brief sketch of someone who had once uh, run into her. It is a situation that describes a contingent of knights uh, of the Order of the Vigilance from long, long ago, uh, maybe early Order of the Vigilant that went north into the old Byzerin Empire and were fighting someone dead and came across this uh, angelic figure and there's an image of her that they scroll uh, or that in the corner of this book and they were grateful to escape with their lives mm, okay Syrian is that her name that is not the name mentioned in the book but yes <clears throat> Fiona you were asking about the uh, Chaloran um, power cylinder. Power cylinder. Chaloran power cylinder is created by the Chalorans. Uh, it is a universal uh, power source. It can last an excruciatingly long time. It's and a real steal at fifteen gold. <laughs> <laughs> it can be used to power Chaloran devices uh, quite easily. These devices tend to be, uh, say large creature size or larger particularly uh installations are where they've been used before the chalorans um well what was your role again 22 uh, um the chalorans have been known to create places that use this magical technical combination uh and these are not these were incredibly common way back in that age and then very uncommon now they if they are used or have been used or are found in ruins they tend to be drained because there might be some small power there might be a whole lot of power that was drained and then for decades a trickle is just taken from them constantly as they try to trickle recharge over many years but they end up empty so people grab them think they're useless throw them away and then a decade later maybe they're fully charged yours is already fully charged so that's a little um just, little out, more uncommon. just out of curiosity what's the retail value of one of those things <laughs> <laughs> you gotta could it be manipulated to charge non-chalorant devices no <laughs> You're going to have to win that competition that, the old-fashioned way. I'll buy that, that from you for 10 gold because it's completely worth it. Uh, but it's not, but not beyond you to build Chaloran devices. Well, yeah, 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 that's the next yeah, yeah. thing. She's Once she figures that out, she's going to go find books on Chaloran devices. Okay. There are such a thing. Uh, yeah, and uh, let's make another roll for that. Make a history roll, please. Come on, baby. Uh, non-natural 20. Okay. You find a book that has some basic concepts of Chaloran ruins that were found and uh, some Chaloran constructions within dealing with the Chaloran doors and Chaloran uh, energy fields, barriers to prevent people from uh, invading these spaces. <clears throat> that is what you find, um, and there is, but you're not sure how that will help you um, to create, as there's such 
uh, large structures and dealing with an old technology. You do... Would you roll a 20? Mm-hmm. You do glean a bit of information that, different than the cylinder, that old Chaloran doors can be opened with the Hand of Chalor, which is a ritual that were placed on special Chaloran uh, uh, high, 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 not high priest, but I don't know, high, high social figures to gain access to uh, unique locations, and their hands would then be able to open up these structures. That's going to come back later in the campaign. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is great, but not exactly what she was looking for. Okay. Um, that's it. Uh, what else do you guys want to do? Uh, Valmir is intending to travel to whatever the nicer part of town is and, and or inquire who the uh, best, I guess, blacksmith or shield maker would be. All right. You find one, and what are you looking for there? I'm looking for a round shield. So uh, there's a round. I wish a shield to be commissioned. A very Oh, actually, before we left, I need to know how much those scrolls were. We talked about some scrolls. Right. Yeah. Um, the associate professor says, I... Uh, Yes, I was told to bring these scrolls to you. Uh, the uh, headmaster was quite adamant that you uh, just be given them. Oh, that is wonderful. I'm very he glad to hear you, that. Wishes you well. Uh, so they gives you the two scrolls for free. I want my fifteen gold back. Yeah, I'll give it back. Just kidding. <laughs> and they were the knock spell and the flaming sphere yeah. spell. Nice. Beautiful. And then I did already have. Um, earlier I had found scrolls that are also water breathing, dispel magic, and protection from energy. That are third level spells. Mm -hmm. That all of those at some point will be inscribed into my spell book. Yep. Um, but in the meantime, I am going to the best shield maker in the business here. And I am going to ask for... <clears throat> A round shield, uh, you know, buckler style with a very specific crest or emblem on that. And for our video viewers, that would be... Oh, that right there. Oh, my God. Camera delay is killing me. Got it. Basically like that. Wait, to the left. Nope. Too Go late. Back. Yep. Well, put it on Discord later. With the center ring it's basically it's uh like a triangle of circles with symbols inside of them there's a middle uh circle with another emblem with uh lines drawing into all of those lines connecting the other three larger symbols and then on the bottom left the kind of northwest um line on the exterior there's another triangle type symbol and it's it's uh as far as some people on our group would know that they are somehow tied into the ley lines. Cool. A ley line shield. Um, all right. And if I can make it, uh, I like, 
as high a quality shield as he can make. Okay. <laughs> Do you want a price first, or you just well? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, start that's, making yeah, it. That is where I'm starting at and figuring out where our price is. I've made this out of auriculum. Yep, I could do know, two gold as, or as long as it's an additional plus thousand. Plus, there's a DoorDash fee. That's okay. Plus the driver's tip. And because the DoorDash fee doesn't go to the driver. And local so Lauren DoorDash. Uh, so DoorDash. Yeah. Oh, I like that. For fifteen gold, it can be made simply. Mm-hmm. For double that, it can be done pretty nicely. Mm -hmm. uh, and for four times that, it can be done amazingly. Is there any intrinsic bonus other than just the quality itself by mm -hmm. any of those? Higher quality materials, just no, no, nothing intrinsic. Um, just looking better and more prestigious. It's 15, 30, or 60, is that? Yes. 30. Okay. You do 25? <laughs> what I should have done is the McDonald's size concept of 15, 50, and 60. Yeah. Extra value. 15 is the hero level. <laughs> so 30. You look gold. like a hero. Yep. I'll give you this kid. So, okay. I think you down about 154. <clears throat> and that will now become a part of my normal outfit because as a warcaster... I can carry a shield and ca and a and a weapon and cast spells. So that is now part and parcel. Oh, well, wow. it's making sense. Yeah. To up your armor by X value. By one more. So uh -huh. now my armor class with mage armor will be sixteen with nice. my shield out. Hmm. <laughs> so formidable even without the shield, yeah. but even more so. so increasing my um. My armor class by one, I think, will be helpful in some instances. And it is not the crest of Valamir Almarin Gray Spell. That's on the other side. But it is the crest of Valamir Almarin Black Spell, first of his name. Mm -hmm. I like. <laughs> okay. Almarin the Black. What else, folks? We don't say that. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's their word. We say black spell. Black spell. So that is the crest and emblem of Valamir Almarin black spell. All right. That will take uh, one to two weeks. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I will never see that shield. <laughs> is there a quicker process? Uh, do they have a loner shield? <laughs> oh, one that's pre-made, perhaps? <laughs> Pretty one that I could we, borrow. You have a piece of chalk I can just draw on. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'll just keep casting minor illusion on it all the time. We had this older one made by a guy look just like you, but we had to scratch out the name according to the police. Uh, yes, they can provide you with a generic shield. Okay. Plus so. two to your armor class. Plus two? Yeah. A shield is plus two? Yes. I thought it was plus one. No. Damn, my, it's now 17 is my armor class. With mage armor. With mage armor. And I confirm that mage armor and shield don't, um, and wearing a shield do not count against each other. So it is 17 is my armor class with my shield out. Nice. And I can have a shield and a weapon and still cast me some spells. Nice. In a week. What else you guys got going on? What's the plan? 
What so, is the plan? Because we have these ley lines, but now you're talking about some crazy wizard way down south. I have no intention of traveling to the south at this time to confront said wizard. Chicken. Although my power is mighty, I am not quite ready for that confrontation. In about a week, I'll be ready. In perhaps <laughs> two, one to two weeks uh, when I have a proper shield. <clears throat> However... I do believe we have a potential course of action, which I would like to lay out to our group to see how they feel. It is my understanding that your homeland... Uh, Ganderlock. Ganderlock. Uh, we would head through Kennebrin to get there. Yeah. And in Kennebrin, we can perhaps inquire more about these queen's cabal and their alleged association with her and what of the ley lines there is a ley line somewhere in that area as well is there not as i do recall i can't remember it was castle lathano ganderlock and it's all Port yeah. Heath. it's like ah. the west one to the east one gotcha. to the south and then uh perhaps rest the evening in kennebrin gather and garner what information we can and then move on to Ganderlock, where Fiona can participate in this competition. And hopefully I can gain access to the Leyline Anchor there. We can we, gain access. Perhaps through you, of course. I say I can gain access by your virtue, of course. I do not mean to take you out of that loop. Um, but we would be able to gain access and perhaps learn more of exactly what nature of things we must account for or combat or adjust for. Well, no, obje no objections here. I feel our Mithra is for the dogs these days and we've run our course. I think these ley lines are what we should be concerned with and of course this Zexa fellow Whatever that may come, we can deal with that when it does. Is the um Yes. In Almithra are the the portals uh the like teleportation mm -hmm. are those back up and running? I say you could ask that, uh in the while well, you're at the academy, yes. And where exactly can we travel with those can we travel into canabrin you can't travel anywhere with those you don't have access to those okay only honorary professors <laughs> go on ahead um could with a little greasing of the wheels um where could perhaps if valamir could convince the Powers that be. Uh, is there a teleportation to Kennebrin? Uh, yeah, you were able to speak with uh, the associate professor, and uh, he says that uh, that the teleportation circle, uh, there is one at Kennebrin that can certainly be used. Uh, it's normally used for uh, government uh, pur purposes. It's a civic one for high-end stuff. Uh, but well, I will keep my outfit on, uh, <laughs> however, it comes with a uh, 
material component that requires 1,000 gold to travel. Per person? Not per person. Wow. Hmm. Per... Uh, it's like a minute that it stays open. Uh, the Guardian Looks of Soleen like has uh, uh, access to the coffers, do they not? <laughs> Looks like we're going on horses. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're walking. <laughs> Come on, they throw those coins in the well all day. It's fine. You've got loads of them. The well does not belong to Soleen. I don't have 100,000 copper. <laughs> So I believe it sounds like, um, is everybody amenable to riding upon a horse? Of course. A large horse for you, sir. Maybe a pony for you, ma'am. Yeah. We are riding to Canterbury. What are our other options? Well, nothing good, although... There is a river. Is there tra travel upriver? Or does it only go down? I could, river? I could swim. <laughs> I could do uh, you can go up river. It's, it's quite slow going. It's Slower slow. than riding horseback, yes. I presume. Okay. It's for slow. We'll barges. take it. Um, then I believe riding seems to be the best avenue of travel. You guys uh, will need to start to get your own mounts. Yeah. At this point, I think we might have enough money to do so. You Sometimes. have two choices. You can spend 15 gold on a suspect horse that is old and easily skittish. Or you can spend 75 gold and get a proper riding horse. I said two. I'm sorry. There's also a third choice. Riding spider? Uh, <laughs> that is 400 gold for a war horse. Wow. And for those of you who are teeny tiny, Aragus... And Fiona, uh, you can get away with a rather trusty pony or two for 30 gold each. Could they ride together on a pony? No. You cheapskate. Um, the, the I'm just horse? figuring out where we can save costs here, okay? <laughs> could, uh, I mean, carpooling's always a good idea. Fiona and Vessel share a nice horse? No. I have a practical question about the lands outside of Canabrin to Almithra. Yes. Uh, wild plains, what sort of uh, creatures, monsters, animals, things like that, wildlife, would Ergus know to look out for? Bands, groups? Sure. Um, small chance of bandits, much, if you are going to be running into trouble, small chance of bandits, much more likely... Uh, to be uh, affected uh, by gnolls, okay. G N O L L S, and the those of those folks listening that have access to Discord, there should be a an updated map of Calavier on here. Us in the studio, you guys are looking at a map that is uh, slightly older. Uh, we did update it for the season since that's where we're focused. The road that you see coming out of Canemarin actually pretty much follows the river right down to the uh, Caldebrand Hills. And right at that edge of the hills is where Almithra is at. So it does follow the river. So there's a little bit more safety of barges going by and such like that. Um, and Cave, yeah. Cave in, uh so are we are we heading up river now? No, no, we're still deciding. Oh, okay. I. They think so. What yeah, about I believe 
but I mean, we're, we can't we gotta leave without... We're leaving Cole behind? Yeah, no. we can't. No, Cole, Cole's going to come with you. Okay. Uh, and I we're believe, buying the horses and whatnot. Yeah, I believe the. it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, our best option here is to purchase some horses and travel north to Kennebran upon them. <clears throat> Spend the day or at most two as long as time allows for you to reach the competition in time and do what you must for us to investigate what we can there. Yeah. And then move on to uh, Gander Mountain. Ganderlock. Ganderlock Mountain. I got uh, Just Ganderlock. <laughs> uh, horse Candyland. <laughs> how much would you be willing to how much to part ways with one of your foals? You're looking to buy a foal? Yeah. Why do I am why am I wary of that as a GM? Uh, Either a foal or a mare. That is correct. We're gonna get a horse breeding going yeah, on. Yeah, there's gonna be horse breeding. No, it's more. We're gonna come back in a couple years. It's more for have like a huge stable. It's more for the the more wild people, so we can offer a gift oh. uh, to get by. Uh, uh, eight gold. Yeah. Uh, he here. will take a foal and a pony. Form of a fireball. <laughs> pony is thirty. A foal is eight. My gift 40. is in a ball format. For yes. <laughs> a very nice foal. Yours is bigger than mine. <laughs> um, so Aragus has a pony or like a mini horse or whatever and a baby foal. Uh, just like just learn to walk. Great. That'll travel well. <laughs> it's going to be Fiona buys a trusty pony. Okay. Um, be worth it. And you guys can decide upon their names other than Bill. Oh, it's uh, Bill. The pony is Bill. And the foal is Flush. What was the first one? Periwinkle. Okay. Flush, because you're just going to flush it away. No, oh, because Periwinkle Flush was my Tales of Equestria character name. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, I get a, it's a proper <laughs> riding horse, so it's just a riding horse, yes. but it's without any. It's okay. like a draft horse. I mean, I imagine mm. draft horse How much size Vessel, do you need some help with the cost? No, drafts are 50. Not oh, okay. suitable for. I have all that I need. Okay. My horse's name is Mayo, by the way. Mayo? Yes. As long as it's not glue, you're fine. Haven, the non-suspect horse is 30 gold. No, the no, suspect the, horse. The suspect horse. <laughs> 75. The non-suspect horse. No, non-suspect is 15. I thought you said the suspect one was 15. Sorry, suspect is 15. Oh. Non is 75. A, a classic good riding horse is 75. A war horse is 400. Haven walks uh, around to the back of the stable disappears for a few minutes. All right. This can't be good. Now that foal is... The mare is pregnant now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take the mare instead. And after ten minutes, he comes riding out from around the back of the stable on a war horse. Okay. How did did this happen? From a spell called Find Steed. Find Steed. I wonder if uh, the owner of that war horse is going to know if you just found that steed or not. You summon a spirit that assumes the form of unusually intelligent, strong, and loyal steed, creating a long-lasting bond with it. Oh, Um, it's a ghost horse. A war horse, pony, camel, elk, or mastiff. Um, blah, 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 blah. Your steed serves you as a mount both in combat out. You have an instinctive bond allows you to fight a this unit. While mounted, you can now make any spell that can When it disappears, then you have no physical form. Just dismiss at any time. While your steed is within one mile, you communicate with each other telepathically. Roach. Uh, you can't have more than one Roach. steed bonded. As an action, you can release the steed's bond, causing it to disappear. 
Um, there's no end to that. Nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's just like a, like a, it's just a conjurical steed that it's will a, stick with y'all. Wow, that's amazing. We, we gotta understand the concept of old D and D was both a paladin and then a, a cavalier. Yeah. And now they've kind of merged. There's a that's pretty new cool. cavalier in right. D and D fight, but they kind of merged it. So he mounts are a paladin trait. You know. Yeah. Um, he just he it, once he reaches zero hit points, he just fades away. Yeah. Oh, so. But Does you can recall the, yeah. Ten nice. minutes. Well, does the stable master have a? Well, mare someone won for all of it. That is pregnant. No. no. Okay, I'll take the full then. All right, and then we'll let uh, Cole choose his mount. Yeah. After uh, the fact, Fiona got a little white pony, brown hair, and named her Hemlock. All right. Uh, Valamir got a expensive horse at seventy-five gold. With a brand of these symbols burned painfully <laughs> into the side. Uh, all right. Uh, they are painted on the horse's haunch, though. Oh, all right. Yeah, in a white, in a, a black paint. Um, the horse is as uh, like white or as pale as it can be. Um, so so it will contrast the colors. Yeah. Vessels is made out of living metal and wood. Arius <laughs> <laughs> is attaching a tambourine to it's this hoof, a shaker to this hoof. Give me a week. Fiona's building me a horse. <laughs> it's powered by Chaloran energy. He's just got four that wheels. Conjure a wagon My for rope us. broke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The group uh, mounts their horses with coal and uh, mounts up gets their gear and rides out of the great city of Almithra. Come along, Pebbles. Pebbles. And our campaign for the, I think, really the first time is really leaving the city of Almithra here at Adventure 18. Yeah. And we will stop this for tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we are leaving the city of Almithra. Who knows when they will return again. And uh, I'm excited to see what this next stage. We're level five. We've left. Boy, that almost seems like planned almost. <laughs> level five and leaving the, the nest. The starter area. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you don't really know the game till you're level five and leave the city. <laughs> Uh, and uh, if you want to uh, join the Discord server, we'd love to hear your thoughts about the adventures. Chat with us, say hi, and tell us what you think. And you can check that out at ingloriousbards.com. And we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. See you.